Or do, NBA's do second really, option really by then. Do you trust James Harden to stay in shape if he's not playing basketball? Be honest with yourself. Bro, but still, as <laughs> talented as that dude is, if you yeah, let him cool it for a year and a half. Score. Do you trust him to stay in shape You let him cool it? Basketball? You think he's going to get like Homer Simpson in a year and a half? <laughs> it would not shock me. If you're he a did, hater, Brian. If he you're didn't play basketball for a year, Brian, it would. Brian, We're talking about a dude that has how many jerseys retired in strip clubs? Like a Hayden button. How many jerseys does he have retired in strip clubs? Sometimes the hate blinds the high level of basketball IQ you have. I love Good family, welcome to a Minor Hoops podcast, a show with the freshest opinions and views on the world's most beautiful game. I'm your host, Greg, and I'm here with the homies, the squad, the best starting five in the podcast league, my boy Brian, my boy Ooh, TK, my boy Leek. Shout out to the GOAT Dunk, man. Keep holding on the camera and the audio. Boys, how are we feeling? That was clean. That was hot. Like that. that was clean. I was over here. I was looking. I was thinking. I was looking I like at Keith. That. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm rocking with it. You, you're in the lab. More lab. More lab. More lab. More lab. More lab. Because you pulled it off, you obviously were in the lab enough to do it. So if he messes up next week, is was he not in the lab? Got lab more. I got a lab okay. more. <laughs> First more. off, I, don't I just want clarification on what the my rules lab work is. My, my, my okay. production is still inconsistent. As long as we're on this earth, there's more lab that you can do. There is. I agree. That's facts. I agree. Until you, until you I'm not argue that. I agree. There's you got to get that on a shirt before somebody steals it. More lab, more life. We definitely do that. Right down. More lab, more life. More lab, more life, boys. How we feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm. Feeling good as well. I mean, another good week. Got we got a JV team over at Matoka. I, so. I can't wait to hear about y'all JV. Model. Oh man, we gonna we it's gonna, gonna be a we good used time. to say before the part we gonna guard. <laughs> One thing for sure, two things for certain, we gonna guard. I don't know what else we gonna do. We got a good group of kids. Yeah. They work hard. Like I said, it's, it's gonna be a good season. <laughs> I love it. I love. It. Hey, let me t- <laughs> let me tell y'all something, bro. For everybody who knows this podcast. My bad, TK. How you doing, bro? No, continue. Continue. Everybody who knows this podcast, y'all know that Brian and Lee initially were not supposed to be friends. Okay. Yeah, we go back to like we should go back to like we should go back to like the first ever time like I think we recorded a pod where me and him just really went at it. Yeah. You know when they do like memory uh, uh, phases. Yeah. Like, and then, <laughs> it goes black and white. And then we got a we got a, we got a cut to a clip of like me dapping up Brian after he draws up a great ATO and like we just win the game. Like yeah, who would have thought? Like I think I think y'all don't understand. These guys were not supposed to be friends. There were moments where I thought that Lee was not gonna let Brian back in this in his house in his apartment. Like I really didn't think. That was going to be a thing for a time. We all felt that way. I had to put out like actual like, hey guys, let's be friendly, um, you know, <laughs> messages in the group text. Like, <laughs> I was trying to to That's mend things. True. And I was trying to mend things between me. these guys. So now the fact that they are assisting, I mean, Brian's ahead. You know, Leak is assisting. They're assisting with a, a JV squad. It's a great. Par- it's be, a great partnership. This is going to be hilarious because for some reason these guys have found a way. To understand each other, and then they now are cool. Like they're because it's crazy. Good, good basketball is a universal language. At the end of preach. the day, preach, man. Good basketball. I get to talk to somebody in Japan. If if we're talking about great defensive concepts, he's gonna say the same thing. You're right. You're and right, then man. one thing I realized. I mean, hey, I think it was Draymond Green had said it when he was doing TNT for all the playoffs. I think it was like Boston. They had got into it after like one of the Miami Conference Finals games, and he was like, "Hey, like great teams." They have a couple of those moments throughout the year. Facts. So maybe like all of those times that we was talking about who should be a higher level player, now we're going to make all these kids. 
high level players. Hey man, I love to hear it. I love to hear it. They came a long way, DK. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> really unexpected. Brazy. <laughs> Brazy. <laughs> like I still don't really believe it, but yeah. all right. <laughs> I would have lost a lot of money. <laughs> but like I said, oh, how you doing? Oh, I'm straight. I'm straight. Really straight? productive week. Yeah. All right, uh, Keith, how you doing? All right, Keith's cool. Like I said, man, welcome to Amount of Hoops podcast, the show with the fresh opinion views in the world's most beautiful game. If you're new to the show and you are not family, it's easy to become family. All you got to do is press that sub button, hit that like button, comment below to join the conversation. We love talking basketball, whether y'all agree or disagree, and it helps us, you know, get presented to the rest of the world and getting more people to be a part of our family. And the bigger the family, the better the family. So please do so. We appreciate y'all. Are we ready to go? Yes, sir. Hey, that's a lot to talk about. All right. First things first, Paul George was in uh, our podcast. We talked about Paul George last week due to his comments. Today, we're talking to y'all and talking about PG, about his contract. And he got a lot of money. Side note, did any of y'all actually listen to the All the Smoke when it came out? No, I did. Not all the way the through. I did. Joint. I couldn't yeah. listen to the whole thing. I did. I, I, did. I, I, yeah. I didn't have time to listen to, to, to the whole thing. Yeah, I was still okay, a little okay. bit, though. We can definitely holler, talk about that. But, yeah, now nah, we can start off with the contract. So, um, on the contract, he's, I think he's getting, what, 224? 226, I believe. Over a over, what, four or five years, year span? So, this is the last year of his OKC contract, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the four-year. They four expanded year, on Yeah. So, 226, four-year extension. Um, I'm looking at this deal, and the rest of the world is looking at this deal in, you know, I guess a different lens because everyone understands he had an underwhelming uh, postseason, to say the least. And um, people are questioning why the Clippers did this. Um, but what do y'all make of the deal? I look at it in a situation and say the Clippers' hands were tied. They pretty much had no choice but to make Yeah, this, this should have been expected. What else were they going to do? Try to trade them. <laughs> I don't think they're. I, I don't think they're done doing that. They're done this year because they can't trade him until next year. <laughs> so once that con- once he signed it, it was like, all right, this is the team. Like, yeah. And we had talked before the pod, and you had said one thing, and I thought it was Brad said they're gonna play Griffin this kid. Yeah, yeah. man, they, they he's might. not a kid anymore. Yeah, he's grown. He's thirty. He's thirty. Grown, he's man, well now. older than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think for one, everybody that is hooting and hollering. Paul George, from a resume standpoint, does deserve this money because he's had the certain amount of All NBAs. We forget he was a lottery pick. Like mm-hmm. he has put himself in the tax bracket to receive this. Mm-hmm. But I will say now, you know, it, it's really going to depend what we see from honestly now to All Star break. I think we'll determine what are we getting. Are we going to get a Paul George that can really maybe retire as a Clipper, or are we just getting maybe a super duper like you said? Are we going to get a great campaign for him to then move him? Right. And I think that's how I see it as well. I saw it. I looked at the deal. I said, man, they about to Blake Griffin, this guy, just like they did him. Send him off the, send, they sent BG off to Detroit. I don't know where they're going to send. Um, like I'm thinking teams like Orlando, Phoenix, something like that, um, where he gets shipped off to. And I, I think it will depend on how well he operates with T. Lou. Uh, I really truly do because I mean we've been we've seen articles where T. Lou has gotten in bronze face, yeah, middle of a playoff game, um, telling him, "Hey, I got this, I can do this." So, mm-hmm. I think if he can make it work with Paul behind closed doors, mind you, along with him, Chauncey Billups is coaching, Kenny yeah. Atkinson is coaching, um, Dan Craig, who is with the Miami the staff, Heat. is great. The staff is legit. It's I, solid. 
it, yeah, mind you, they still got shout out to Kawhi because Kawhi got his man's on that staff and he'd been there and he was Jeremy Castleberry. He was with him in San Antonio, mm-hmm. with him in Toronto, with him now. But they got a great staff. So I think T. Lou is going to try and see what like accountability can he add that maybe Doc didn't add last year. But if we're at the February mark and it's not looking like that, I could see T. Lou and then being like, yeah, like, let's let's look to get this guy out of here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think the difference between. LeBron and T. Lou is going to be drastically different between T. Lou and, and PG. PG yeah, for sure. It's not LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah, is that is not LeBron James, and the LeBron James of that team is Kawhi Leonard, more so. So, is his relationship going to be as strong with PG as it is with Kawhi, or you know, is he going to take into account his thought process? As much we know how Kyrie felt in Cleveland with LeBron. Correct. Brown. Correct. Is that going to be almost the same thing in terms of how T. Lou handles PG? What I think it could be, and you make a great point by saying that, I think it can be because, of course, no way in the world is Paul George the player that LeBron James is. No shape or form. Mm-hmm. But if anything, if you look at Bron and, and Bron and Kyrie, look at PG and uh, Kawhi, only one of those dudes in Cleveland really needed like mental ego stroking, and that is LeBron James. You don't have to tell Kyrie anything. He knows what he is capable. Are you capable. sure about that? He knows what he's capable of doing. I mean, I mean we, we, I think Dwayne Wade had to tell LeBron, dude, this is your team for him to not choke. Okay, I think we're talking about two different things. Yeah, like, you're, you're saying, does he, does, you're saying what type of relationship, and I feel like T. Lou basically, you don't have to tell Kawhi, like, you don't have to pump Kawhi up. He even said in an interview, it was like, a coach can't put a battery in your back and make you go. Like, Kawhi had two bad playoff games. You're right. You don't got to hype him up for the moment. You're right. Paul George, he admitted on that All the Smoke pod, hence why I asked y'all. Mm-hmm. He was talking about it was moments in the playoffs where it's so quiet in the arena. He's looking over at the bench. I did that when I was in high school. Like, that's what somebody does when they don't have confidence in their game. Mm-hmm. So maybe for a guy of that uber talent, but is lacking from a mental fortitude standpoint, you might have to be in that dude's ear more rather than Kawhi because he's going to go. I don't think T. Lou had to really get into Kyrie from a mental standpoint. I'm glad you cleared that up. Because from what you're saying... Well, that's what I meant by that. Yeah, what you're saying, when you said... When I'm thinking, when you said mental ego stroking, um, I was thinking like, oh, no, Kyrie, we love you. Nah, Kyrie didn't need that. I think Kyrie... The reason he left is partial to that, to that situation. I think he was leaving like, be, because he didn't like the Bron effect. That like people the, were asking Bron, is Bron a great father figure? That's not ego stroking. He was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That is. That's a factor of it, I think. That's a little bit of a factor. It's the idea of like, well, yeah, we're always going to cater to LeBron because he's LeBron. And Kyrie's sitting over there going, well, yeah, but I'm Kyrie Irving. Well, yeah, you're you're great, Kyrie, but you ain't that guy. Like, And we're yeah. kind of, truth be told, we're seeing it. We'll get into Kyrie a little bit later. But, like, Kyrie is somebody that feels like you have to do a lot of, like, ego stroking. Like, oh, Kyrie, like, yeah, you're the best. Like, oh, my God, yeah, we're going to tailor to you. We're going to make sure you're comfortable. Like, and once again, I don't know if Paul George really falls I just in that I don't category. think you have to pump. I think. I get what you're saying. Like, you, you don't, don't have, have to pump, pump Kyrie, Kyrie up, up play. Like, Kyrie's, yeah, Kyrie's going to hoop. Court he's going to go get. He's, he's going to hoop. Kawhi is going to hoop. We're talking more so off the court. Because that's PG's there. thing right now is off the court. He acknowledged it's that. Both. he. I think it's his off-the-court things lead into the court. I think if he is in a good mental space off the court, Mm -hmm. you will get the 6'9 dude with a handle shot and can defend. But if he's not happy off the court, mind you, he talked about in that pod, like, 
he couldn't be with his family. Like, mind you, everybody knew that going in, but like, he was saying he couldn't be with his family. The way their hotel was set up, they had to like walk outside and mingle with the Bucks, the Lakers, teams are trying to meet if they're trying to get fresh air because of how their hotel setup was. So it sounded like he just wasn't, mind you, everybody else had to deal with that. I'm not making no excuse because I heard that joining and I was like, Paul, like, Denver's dealing with this. Everybody's in the same campus you're in. Right. But if that's like the dude that needs a little bit more, we all say, we all know it. Some people need a pat in the back. Some people need a kick in the butt. Right. And I, and I, and I hear that. Like I said, I agree with that sentiment. The question is, is neither Tyloo didn't have to necessarily do that to LeBron nor Kyrie. He just had to pull more out of him, out of Bron. I get what you're it's, saying. And yeah. I think that's the difference. You don't have to do that with Kawhi. And then, with, and then you're looking at a player like PG, who isn't your best player. Like, yes, we need him. If we're going to win, we definitely sec- need him. He is him. our second best. He is our second He's best. He's your second he best, best player, second no best doubt. Player. Hands down. You definitely need him. But at the same time, Ty Lue has never had to deal with a guy who, yes, has off-the-court issues or off-the-court strife with certain situations around the, te- around the team. But when the ball goes up, it's business. And Straight for up. some reason, that's not the same. It doesn't feel the same. And I want it bash on pg this is not the bash on pg podcast and it's not gonna be for the entire i mean but year. he's earned a he's earned any of earned, these topics that we talk about yeah <laughs> we're not saying anything out of the air like out of no, crazy not at all but i mean i think that's what i think that's the difference and that's why like i said last part i'm willing to grant Kyrie a little more leeway than i'm willing to grant pg at any point because nice. Kyrie has been business as usual when the ball goes up that's without a shot like yeah. without a doubt when the ball goes in the air Kyrie is capable of giving you 50 He's capable of giving whatever he what, feels 21 like. Twenty one for twenty four. Exactly, and and I can I can live with that kind of guy more so I can live with a guy who talks, but doesn't necessarily. Delivers. We don't know which guy we're getting on the floor. We don't. And so I think it's going to be very very interesting with this contract how PG Tyloo and Kawhi Leonard can make this work because PG has said on multiple occasions, like he said, he wants to play with Kawhi. He says Kawhi wants to play with him. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> he did make um, an interesting comment. They were asking him right after he had signed. He had said something along the lines of he, I believe he said something like he's hopeful that their relationship continues to improve. So when I heard that, I was like, how much improving does the relationship need? Yeah, I was like, bro, yeah. we, we done been here for a year. Y'all supposedly just not cool. talked about this. So I'm wondering, is Kawhi maybe on some like fence? Yo, like, yo, bro, yeah, like, what time are you about to be on when it's game time? Right. And that's a good question to ask him. And, you know, and that's a fair question if Kawhi is asking it. What type of time are you on? Because I got my dog. You my dog if we in the club. But, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I got to know what type of time you want between these 94 feet, you know. So, I get it. I definitely get it. Um, Like I said, Paul George extension. Anything else? Any other comments towards the situation? No, I mean, I think, like I said, this was pretty self-explanatory. Clippers were put into a situation where they really didn't have a choice but to sign them to an extension. Mm-hmm. We Rumors were they were trying to shop them before they signed the extension. Um, I'm pretty sure they couldn't find anything of value for him, so they gave him the extension. Hopefully, like I said, they're hoping for one of two things. Either he turns it around, they win a chip, or he pumps up his value, they move him off next year or year after, or whatever the case may be, however long this Clipper ride is going to last. So, and it, I'm telling y'all, fellas, I'm telling y'all, fellas, this ain't gonna be long. Like this I'm, Clippers ride, we only got probably you got two if, more years left. In my I opinion. say bare minimum two. If PG cooks, 
this year I'll give us a third. But this was never supposed to. Like, one thing I knew. Are you saying this is, might be the last year? No, this will not be the last year. I'm confident. I'm confident that we will start off the year with Kawhi and Paul George even next year. Okay. But I did know, even when these dudes teamed up, partially because of Kawhi's body, and even where PG was at in his career, he's 30 now, I knew this was not going to be as long as us seeing Bron and AD together. That's why I'm shocked you're saying that. But I had a feeling of this, because, I mean, like, I, I had a feeling Kawhi might just call it early. Like, I figured had he— And that's, and that's my point. I'm shocked you're saying that you think Kawhi—you're confident Kawhi and PG will be together next year. That's why I'm shocked. Cause because I think, I think Kawhi understands his biological clock and in terms of his body and how long he can, mis, you know, um, sustain right, right, elite right. play. And so, like Brian said, if he looks go. at PG and PG still ain't what he's supposed to be. I think he'll— I think the way it'll go, I think it'll have I think it'll be PG going before Kawhi because Balmer did all of this to get to Kawhi. Get Kawhi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if even if Balmer understands that Kawhi's clock is also ticking. All I'm saying is Kawhi ain't signed no extension yet. <laughs> but but the thing is everybody's saying that on the internet, it is Kawhi after this year will be in his tenth year. So Which he will makes get, him eligible for the Superman. He will get more next year. Absolutely. Right. Right. And and the Clippers are gonna get the early rights because they're the team that has him. So for everybody that's like, oh, he ain't signed it, is he gonna leave yet? No. It makes more sense to just for wait the offseason. I, I understand, but it's the same it's the same sentiment I have at Ain't nobody at, turned at Greek Freak. Ain't nobody turned still down bread. Still having but that contract ha- on which, the table. Which, which player this year has turned down more bread this year? Nobody has turned down more yeah, bread. Ain't signed that Supermax yet. That's what I'm saying, and that's the point. Like I think it's already written. LeBron, t- LeBron point, turned down money to go. Like no, he just signed an. Ex- Bron just tur- signed another down, extension. He turned down money to go to Miami. Was my point. No, no, no. I'm saying, but this year, particular in 2020 with the pandemic, we just saw Gordon Hayward while he did have an option. To get that 34 mil this year, he knew that would have been the last year that 34 mil and it would have significantly dropped. He took four mil less to make sure he got 30 mil for four more years. Nobody's That's turning down business. bread. Nobody's turning down bread. So Kawhi's not gonna not sign a deal from the Clippers this coming summer if they can offer him the most. We'll see. Okay. No, I bet on it. I mean, once again, I would lean towards that, but once again, just seeing how Kawhi's operated in his career. It wouldn't shock me if Paul George flames out. Clippers don't look like they know what they're doing. He looks around and goes, I only got two great years left. Like He's not going to leave the city that, they're, that he wanted to go home from. He can't do the San Diego to, the, to L.A. thing if he's not with them. Well, like I said, I, I, we, that's a fact. I'm just I mean, saying I don't think it would matter that much. Both these dudes are in like so, – So you, what, what, does Kawhi, what do you think Kawhi cares about most then? I think winning or staying at home. Honestly, I think it's staying at home because he and him personally, he got two of them things already in his mind. And I think what we've seen by NBA players as a whole, I think aside from really when Kevin Durant went to the Warriors and Bron doing what he's done to get his rings, I think guys have shown a vibe that they're comfortable within their own selves, with or without a ring. Aside from Bron and KD, nobody else has really made a crazy drastic move to like put themselves in position to win that. a ring now. I don't think anybody has been in a position where they could make a move to get that I ring. think some guys could have. <clears throat> um and the people who were in those positions, they just got a ring already. Like Dame has Dame has said Dame, he's not going. But Dame's the only I was just about to bring him he up. Could've. He's like the only one. Everybody else is really young where you have your whole career yeah. ahead of you 
or they're on the side of injuries where it doesn't seem like you're going to get a ring. Yeah, anyway. the last guy, the last guy who had the option to do that was Anthony Davis, and he yeah, pulled he the rocked. trigger. Yeah, Chris Paul going to the Clippers and then the Rockets. So it, it's not that guys aren't willing to make the move. I think, I think, at that age, once you're correct, Kawhi has two in his bag already. Two in his bag, two finals MVPs in his bag already. He's he good. So. He doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. He doesn't have to prove anything. But the question of if so he why wants not finish more, that at the crib? Why why not but, finish that at the crib? I but does he want more from. though? And yeah. I think that's the thing. Does he want more though? And it's, if he's gonna look at the Clippers and say y'all not trying to get more, I don't think he wants more. I don't think he's like. I don't know about that. I mean, I don't know about. So that. once again, this is where narrative is gonna play a factor. If for whatever reason the Clippers flame out this year, whether it's Kawhi's fault or not, whoever they lose to, especially if they lose to the Lakers. But for whatever reason, if the Clippers flame out, narrative is going to start to play a perception. Because then it's going to become the question of, all right, Kawhi, well, you won one finals MVP as essentially a fourth option. And then you went to Toronto and you didn't have to beat the Golden State Warriors. You kind of, you didn't beat the best team in the league. You just, you hit, I don't want to say a lucky shot, but you hit one of the greatest shots in he, NBA he, history. He beat the team in front of him. He, he didn't win a whole series in between that, right? I, hate, I do hate how he people did. act like, he that did. semifinal shot put him in the finals. No. He hit that shot, had 45 that game. He was great. He was amazing. And then came back from a 2-0 against the double MVP I, and Depoy. And then won well, a he finals. He wasn't a defensive player of the year yet. No, but I'm saying he is this year. So it's like, don't don't act like that but point put him in the finals. at the same time, a lot of people are now saying, well, Milwaukee's always been overrated. Like, that's the thing. Once again, oh, next, now. But no, now. but that's, that's, come on, let's not act now. like we don't do that in NBA history. Like, people now look at Milwaukee and they're like, oh, well, Milwaukee was never really that good. We know yeah. that now. Like we just saw Miami beat. You them. would never you would you would tell anybody I'm not I can't say this on the pod, but you would tell anybody STFU if <laughs> you if if you beat somebody that was really like in that moment was the hype, if you beat them and then and, they downplay and then, and then a year later they're like, yeah. Oh well they was never really you'd be like, bro, ST I'm, once again, you would, I'm you would, I'm you would. You, but so I'm win you, is a win. But I'm telling yeah. you what the narrative is going to spin to. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying this is what the narrative will change to. You're saying all of this about narrative, right? And I get you. That will be what the potential narrative could be. reason why I say I don't think Kawhi leaves is because I think they were talking about Kawhi Leonard and narrative. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard, a guy who left San Antonio, <laughs> mm-hmm. who left Toronto because mm-hmm. he felt like it, who left Jordan Brand for New Balance. What does he really care about? T, was I not saying when they won it that year in 2019, I was like, yo, we're actually looking at the dude who, in terms of it, doesn't give a F. <coughs> so I don't think... traditional narrative path, yeah. I don't think... Yeah, I think everything that he has done to date has shown that he doesn't care what people think about him. And I would say that all mattered less when you weren't the real target. Like, he's never been... Put on the forefront. I'm and saying face he of doesn't care about. Bro, and, he barely and I'm talks saying to the media. I'm saying, and you're talking about that, a lot of things he doesn't care about, bro. That's and you're what I'm saying, saying he doesn't care. I'm saying you can say he didn't care, of course, when you're in San Antonio and Greg Popovich is taking the heat and Duncan is. No, no, no. He was taking the heat. We were talking. You're not taking we, the major. We were American talking heat. about why. No, that whole year Kawhi chose not to play for himself. Bro, he was everybody still not was in the killed. Like yes, he was. He yes, was he was. Ki- yes, he was. He was getting yes, killed in T- San Antonio. T- he no, he was, was getting killed getting- on national no. TV. Yeah, once a week. He was getting killed once a week. It was never like a bro. That was an all year thing. That was an yeah, all year it, thing. Yes, it was an all year thing until all right, they when, said he's not playing, and then everybody was like, "All right, well, Kawhi's bro, not playing." Bro, it We're got into it. the playoffs, and then rest in, rest her soul. Pop's wife passed, and he still, mind you, I thought that was a little od him not going to one of those games after his wife was gone. But he did not. He played nine games that year. Went with his, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not good to go right now. People were killing him all year. 
into the playoffs. People forget Steph Curry did not play in the beginning of that 2018 playoff run. Mm-hmm. This is his KD's second year yep. with them. Yeah. He wasn't there in that first round. It was just Clay, KD, and Dre. And I was like, yo, it's so crazy. Like, if Kawhi was here right now, who knows what would happen? But he still was like, nah. Mind you, part of it, he wanted to make sure he got his bag and he didn't go out like Boston and IT. But he's been killed before on the media, and he does not care. That's just all I'm saying is, like, I don't think he will leave L.A. He's never faced the pressure of trying to be on the Mount Rushmore is my point. I don't think he cares about Mount and okay. Rushmore. And if you're saying he doesn't yeah. care, that's fair. That's fair. If you're saying, if you're saying yeah. he doesn't care about it, then that's fair. I think then, yeah, he'll stay in L.A. His actions have shown he doesn't care what anybody thinks. Yeah, I think he's pushed away the traditional media route of trying to go into the Mount Rushmore, trying to be one he, of the greatest of all time, trying to et cetera, et cetera. I think it's all, and I'm saying it's always easy to push it away when it's never expected. Well, now we're having a conversation about it. Now we're having people who are comparing and that, and, him and to And that's Brian's point. And that's my point. Yeah, but It's I, easy to say, yeah, I don't care about it when it's not expected of you. I think he still doesn't. <laughs> okay. because and that's fair. Yeah. That, that's what you believe. I, I can't argue that. I think the people that. that in I just life, don't think he's shown us evidence that he does. I don't think that was ever something. Because when the thing is, it's like why. I think the type of guy he is, anybody that he would want validation from. Mind you, he don't even seem like a type of dude. But Kobe was his man's. Kyrie, like, is his man's. Like, I think anybody that, like, he could want some type of, like, nod from. He already had it. I think he's got it already, and I don't think they were ever going to retract that. He has a crazy lifetime deal from New Balance. Like, and the thing that the world don't understand about him is, like, if you read up on some of the things that has happened to this man. He's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. I don't think he cares about any of the things that us as humans, like the average person would. Yeah. Because if you're a 16-year-old and your best friend, your dad that you've been at a car wash with, working with him at since you were eight years old, you watch him get murdered. And then nobody in L.A. talks because of the no snitch rule. And then those same people that took out your father try to take out your stepmother months later. Thank God that nothing happened to her in that moment. But if you see that at the age of between 16 and 17... When you came into high school as a football player mainly, and then you was like, okay, I'm going to do this basketball thing, I don't think you care about a lot of stuff after that. And then you go to a mid-major and you're looked at as an undersized four. Then you put in work on your game and you become lottery. I think after you well, look at all life. of that, I don't think you care about what nothing has to say because I done did a lot of things that nobody expected me to do anyways. Who I care about a Mount Rushmore for? My father's death ain't been brought to justice. I don't care about what nothing or nobody say. That's right. I can argue that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was a question. You know, I'm answering it. I mean, you gave us his, you gave him the bio. <laughs> you you got to write the book. You got to write the Kawhi book. I only ride for my dog. Like you <laughs> know, what I'm saying. I but, just, I just, and that was one thing that really made me just love him. Was just like, yo, we're actually looking at a man that, like, when I realized all that happened to him, yeah, I wouldn't care about nothing else. I mean, it's off. If 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 off of that, my father's justice has not been brought to this day. I mean, I hate you. I hate you. In a I don't matter think so, of, I don't. Th- so he's home. He's taking care of his family. And I think, I think, once again, I can't argue that. Won't argue that in terms of you thinking he is content in his career and his situation, all that. In the third, my only thing is, I don't. Just the question was, I don't know. If that is his only motivation, because you can have all those same motivations, but still have the motivation to be considered one of the best in the world at what you do. And I think he and is to date. Uh, we've all acknowledged that he's still a top five dude in the world today. But 
when you when you start getting when you start aging, just like we're looking at PG and look like any other superstar, right, Chris right. Paul, you start aging, you start looking at yourself past just today. You start looking at yourself in in history and yeah, how, how you you're looking to yourself in the future as far as what people will say about you after the fact, right? Exactly. We're, exactly. we're talking about the guy that doesn't give a F about what people think, and which is why I said what I said. But because, once again... I think that thought will never come into his mind. But once what are again, people going to think when I'm gone? We're done. I mean, I'm not trying to like go back and forth. Like, but, I was just saying that, yeah. But yeah. I mean, it was just a matter of you can have that motivation for your family, but also gain new motivations to be great at what you do at the same time. And that's what my mentality was. Does, has he gained a motivation... For being considered a top ten player all time, and if that's if that becomes one of his motivations, if if you saying it's not the case and it won't be the case, you saying he's gonna stay in uh, stay in L.A. If he's gonna try to you know do that in L.A. No matter what you know the, the circumstances are, cool. All I'm saying is if that motivation is there, the likelihood of him leaving L.A. because L.A. is looking at a situation where they can't put the pieces that need around him to do what he wants to do, gain a new level of motivation. That that is where, okay, now we're saying where does he go next for this last two years or three years of his career? And that and that's it. But I understand. And from your point, makes perfect sense. We know we all know the story. I mean, we all a lot of people didn't know. I mean, a lot of that's people don't thing. know. For the people who don't know, because he don't talk that's about education. it. You got, some great, you got some great knowledge. Yeah, that's that's some great education. But I mean, we knew the story. We knew what what Kawhi's been through and how and how things have happened. He wasn't Kawhi. supposed to be here, bro. He was a under. He was supposed to be an undersized four for San Diego State. Yeah, an undersized four for a Mountain West. I read the scouting reports on, and and here we are. I think honestly, I think he's second. Probably an all-time of from rookie year scoring to your career high. I think Giannis is probably the biggest increase from day one to your yeah. peak. But he's second, bro. You know how many people he didn't prove wrong? I'd be shocked if he didn't. I'd be shocked if he asked out because I think with everything going on right now, even AD, he took the long term. Yeah, you know, Kobe in that category too. Huh? Got put Kobe in that category too. As far as what? Like rookie scoring to peak. What did he start off at? Seven. Okay, facts. <laughs> I, I, well, they did They did him foul. Like, they we know foul. Kobe was supposed to be a starter. There was an all-star in front of him. They didn't he foul. was supposed to be a starter when he came in. But more so, like, people was like, yo, still that Joe Bryant boy, he going to be special. Nobody was saying, yo, that dude Kawhi Leonard. He going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hear you. I feel I you. You're right. So that, that's what I'll say. That I would just be thoroughly shocked because I think with what we're seeing today, dudes taking money for financial stability. We don't know even how this season's gonna go. Eighty took a five year deal to make sure that he was straight. Yeah. A lot of other guys have been taking deals where Which is a good point. And that's why point. I think the team that can offer you the most, if it also happens to be your hometown mob with Lord knows what other perks Balmer gave Uncle Dennis and them. <laughs> And I, don't, and I don't hate them because with everything that they've been through, they deserve all of that. I'd be shocked if they were to leave that. Toronto was about to give him the country. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's right. So I'm going to leave arguably the one of the greatest travel destinations in this country right now. You got it. If everybody dropped, if somebody got like a free rack for travel tickets, one of the places you're going to think about is, do I want to go to L.A.? What is free Oh, we going. That's, that's that's top two, top three. I mean, he could always just become a Laker. That would scare, I'll be real. 
I could see him becoming. I could see him or Paul George becoming a Laker before they leave the city. Yeah. I could see that. Hey. I just said you're gonna switch teams. I said where you gonna go? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say you're gonna switch cities. New York. <laughs> yeah, I could see that if he were to leave the Clippers, I wouldn't say he would leave the city. I would just say he would leave locker rooms. Mm. Yeah, let's see. We'll see. Um, well, speaking of perks. Mm. Get to it, B. Get to it. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about James Harden. Let's get to this it. This dude funny, man. Let's get to it. Oh, you're not going to just stop? Oh, I got it. Up. You got it. Yo, you James Harden has, yo, this man. What is this man doing? He in the club. He in the club. Not showing up to training camp. Because <laughs> he's in the well, club. Well, he's there now. He's, he's there, there now. now. Okay. Yeah, he he, he finally showed he up. Worked, he was working out with PJ. Gave, gave, gave the baby, what, 100000 like not the baby, little baby. Little baby. Little baby. I don't care. They all the they all the same. They all the same. They're not. They all the same. They're not the same. I said to me. I said to me. I'm not the same. I'm not letting you introduce any more topics. I don't care. I don't care. Like, can anybody explain what this man's motivations are? Because I don't know anymore. This is giving me very light. This is very. And you know what's funny? Because I think compared basketball before, this is very light. To ish. What we've seen. Because when T.O. held out, he held out and he felt it. <laughs> you ain't I, lying. I love that hold out. That was, you ain't lying. You remember when he was doing push-ups in the crib? Remember that? Yeah. I was like, man, y'all right. tripping over Harden. Y'all need to go back and see T.O. when he wasn't going. He was doing sit-ups in the front yard. Not going to training camp. It was great. That was great. I respected it. <laughs> I, I won't mad at it. Get your that's great TV. I'm, I'm never mad at a football player for holding out. Like that's a whole. Hey, that's y'all a whole ain't guaranteed. That's a, I'm, yeah, that's a I'm losing IQ points daily with y'all. Like, <laughs> that's all I thought. I'm like y'all tripping over hard, man. Like y'all need to go back to the mid 2000s, man. When dudes wasn't getting their bread in football, <laughs> they ain't see a process yet. <laughs> they really have it. They have it. Because at the end of the day, he missed only like two days of training camp. Being being real, it was only like two three Technically, days. He missed the first week. Because he was supposed to be there for individual workouts. Yeah. And then he showed up late to team workouts. Because the Houston Rockets was going to have him work on something so crazy in the first three days. Bro, we run a new offense, bro. We need you. It was just going to It was just gonna be one of the those. The new offense is going to be structured around me, bro. You really not installing nothing until I get there. It's and really that's the problem. problem. It was going to be. That's that, the problem. That individual workout was going to be a promo video. That individual workout was just gonna be a promo video like they did for John Wall. That was that was yeah. nuts. And I hated them that joints, was... bro. <laughs> T was in this joint like, yo, T, you see him? I'm like, bro. Bro, I was reading he the comments. Good. He I was, good. They he make look, him he look, look good. good the other night too. They he look good, good the, the other game. night. He looked good the other night too. And I'm not saying John Wall's about to be a prime John Wall. He's no, not, he looked good. Not, he's he not looked... Russell Westbrook or nothing like that. But those videos, he looked good. He, looked good. he played two years. Him and Demarcus look good. Those videos are nothing but. Who mixtape light? Like they, they I'm really not disagreeing with that. They're cool not. They, they sped up him dribbling. I saw in the comments, bro, kid was like, do that. they do that in the videos. They speed they up. Sped up his dribbling. Do. Dude was like, bro, he's just as fast. I said, no, he's not. Let's let's chill. Let's literally <laughs> look at what he's had, bro. I'm gonna. I know. I can't remember the first one that had him sit out, but I definitely remember this man tore his Achilles in his crib. Yeah. yeah, supposedly. He, I think. That's oh what, yeah, yeah it's supposedly. That's what he did. There's what he also did. an alleged story of him tearing his eight, uh, his Achilles in the club. The club, mm. Rose Bar. That, that's that, that, allegedly. That's allegedly. That's allegedly. Why, that's why I said supposedly. Allegedly. I'm, I'm leave it alone. I mean, yeah, because like, if that's true, I think it it kills his contract or something like that. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, pretty much. So allegedly, he so, tore supposedly it. he was he in the house going downstairs. Yeah, suppose that. I, I remember when I heard that because like he was already out and they were like, "Oh, he tore his Achilles, like slipping down a step." I'm like, "No way! This fine of an athlete tears his Achilles oh. trying to get up, 
trying like, to get out the tub or something? Up, up and down the stairs. Like, no way. No way. So I was like, okay, bro. Like Slips in the shower. I was like, were you on a motorcycle? Were you hooping? Or like, what were you doing? That would be wild if it was in the club. I'm surprised John, you haven't heard this. Hey, like, John this Wall has been a long... Known, John Wall known to be... Um, oh, I know he's Rose Which is Bar why he's Elite. great for yeah. Houston and he's great for James Harden. Oh, I will say that. I will really say that. Doing... Jerseys are about to go up in the Houston strip club. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> they about to yeah. go right. crazy. Back on the, back on back top, on top. Back on top of James sorry. Harden. Is this taking player empowerment way too far? Nope. No. You can never not even a little I'm bit. disagreeing. I'm sorry. Not even a little bit. I'm disagreeing. I can't. I can't. We I just can't, said no. he ain't done yeah. enough. We just said bro, this he is nowhere was... near football, bro. This yeah. is he nowhere near enough. football. What did he football does, got less has games. he done wrong? What do you mean? What have you... Dude, you have two years left, two guaranteed years left in your contract okay. and a player option. Yeah. You have no right, one, to demand a trade and then try to act like you're going to do something. I have every right to fake, do everything that I fake, can. A fake holdout. Like, no, dude. Like, you, you're going to play if we tell you about it. If you don't want to play, guess what? You're going to sit at home. You're going to lose your money. Like, that's on you at that point. I'm I'm, I'm cool with a dude in the league really pushing, like, because nobody's ever pushed the league or a team to the and, limits. And that, But that's why no, that's why none of the players in the league are rocking with Harden right now. Nobody's rocking with Harden because they're like, dude, you're about to mess up the next CBA. You're going to be the reason the CBA comes down. They're like, yo, dude, we're not giving y'all any more power. So, because he's the one taking it too far for no reason. You, you got everything you ever wanted. He doesn't want to be there. <laughs> but you, but that's the thing. The reason he doesn't want to be there, and once again, this is everything I've listened to, I've done a lot of research on this. It seems mm-hmm. like the only reason he doesn't want to be there now is because the Houston Rockets finally said, we're not going to give you everything you asked for. Well, what did they say they weren't going to give him? Because he turned He wanted out- Ty Lue as a coach. They said no. I, I, I will say this. I did feel like that's a legitimate basketball reason. I did feel like they were good. I felt like them bringing in Steven Silas, mind you, he's a great mind. Like he was Rick Carlisle, like right hand man. Like he's number two. I think he's gonna be a great coach. But I felt like where Harden was at in his career, he did not have time for because he never wanted Mikael gone. Yes, when he it, did. When he brought in Tony, like he didn't want Mikael gone. That was all Harden. That is reported. He wanted Mikael gone. He's gotten uh, everything he has ever asked for in Houston. One of Mikael gone, got him gone. One of Dwight Howard, got Dwight Howard. One of Chris Paul, got yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah. One of Westbrook, yeah. he got Westbrook. Like, you've gotten everything you have ever asked for in this organization. And the one time they give you a slight no, it's, well, just trade me. And then the, re- the reason him and Russell Westbrook fell out is because James Harden wants to live a lifestyle that's not conducive to winning. Westbrook Wait, is they, one of the, that, this they one fell the, out? They, yeah. There's a. I don't it think was, they it fell out. Ain't no way in the world they. It was a disagreement. But it was a very like. It was a we disagreement. Are very different. Because I heard that Russ was upset with. I heard Russ wanted to leave because of how Houston like handled the whole COVID precautions, and he felt no. like, well, how y'all handled it that end led to me catching in, and I missed a couple weeks. So, like I knew that wasn't going to be a long thing. Because remember, as soon as Russ went to Houston, they were like, oh, he's going to be going by the deadline. So I don't think they're boys from LA, bro. They started. They're boys, but there's a thing of. Once again, you can be boys with somebody, but it doesn't you get mean to a we can work true, together. True, exactly. true. There's a certain point yeah. where it's like I that, wouldn't call it a fallout because that would imply that they it, wouldn't link right it was now. Just, and it was just a disagreement. I, I see it as a disagreement. Exactly. I saw it as a work disagreement. Like, all right, we do this job differently. It's probably best we don't work on the next project. Exactly. Together. Like, yeah. like the yeah, you coming in? That's what I thought. Oh, so shoot, what was I saying? <laughs> Oh yeah, can't do the project together. Can't do the project together. So, um, guys, man, the camera cut off. I don't know what to tell y'all. I ain't gonna try and fake it. The camera cut off, so we had to cut it back on. 
And we're picking up from where we left off. We talked about James Harden. We're talking about why he and Russell Westbrook kind of uh, had a disagreement um, because it was more on the work side of things, not necessarily because they ain't cool. They still cool. They just can't work together, you know. And Brown was explaining why. So it seems like the big misunderstanding between Harden and Westbrook is Westbrook, and this is one of the few times I'll ever defend him, Westbrook is a very meticulous athlete. He's somebody who likes to always come to work the same way, use the same basketball, use the same, have the same parking spot, do the same routine. Like, he's very routine-oriented. James Harden is the exact opposite. And James Harden has all the power in Houston. He's the person that controls the travel schedule. So we go on a road trip. If he wants to stay an extra night in L.A. because he wants to do what he do, guess what? The team's spending an extra night in L.A. That's what we're doing. If he wants to fly off to Vegas because we got a three-day trip, guess what? He's going off to Vegas. The rest of the team is going to be waiting for him at the hotel when they get there. Like, once again, this is just me as an athlete. That would rub me the wrong way. Because especially if we're not winning titles. If we're winning titles, Dennis Rodman, hey, I can't really argue with results. But we ain't got no titles. And now you want to throw a hissy fit because for the first time in what? He's been in Houston, what, eight years now almost? Yeah. Yeah. You've been in Houston eight years. For the first time they told you, ah, we're not going to do exactly what you told us to do. It's like, all right, well, just trade me then. Like, nah, bro. Like, that's a hissy fit to me. That's a child. Like, I'm sorry. I don't rock with that. I'm all for player empowerment. I'm all for, like I said, you want to go where you want to go? Cool. But this is not the way to go about it. And to go out into a club during a pandemic with no mask on, that is not, no. It was private. It was a private event. I don't Man, care. Bro, if we're going to kill, <laughs> if we're going to destroy Lou Williams, James Facts. Harden does need, if, Thank anything, you. if anything, Lou was, mind you, like. He had a mask on at least. He had a mask, and he was in Atlanta. And he was actually getting wings. He was in his home city. He was in his home city wings. for a funeral. <laughs> where where he he got a wing flavor this named man, after him. This man Harden was on a cross country tour. Y'all don't think y'all don't think Houston? I mean, Houston, whatever Harden club did not that attend was. a funeral in that in that. I'm span. not saying he I'm not. He won't even in Houston. He won't even in Houston. He was not in Houston. He won't even in Houston. But he actually went past Houston to get to another part. I know he's he the, stopped in Houston, but we know no, he didn't. But we know <laughs> bro, he was Harden. He was seen with Meek and Baby. Scenes. And the problem is, Greg, you're notorious for these things. You ain't got no titles, and you are acting like a baby, and you are putting people in danger. No, who, and no, you're hurting your team. Yeah. <laughs> and that what? That's hard though. That joint, yeah. <laughs> but. Like I said, man, I don't think he's pushed it too far yet. Um, I think if you have the power, use it. Use it. Yeah. So he's not and, breaking any rules. In, well, not any if, major if we want to fault anybody, you fault the Rockets for giving him that much power yeah. to begin with. Oh, I, I agree with that. It's the I same. Apply. It's the same. It's the same thing that I said that they were doing in Brooklyn, and I was like, you shouldn't do that because you're gonna give all these guys this power, and you're gonna have a hard time trying to reel them back in. Well, you already gave it to Harden. And now he's wielding all of it, which he's allowed to do because you gave it to him. Yeah. So what am I supposed to tell him? No, I don't want to be here anymore because you're taking the power that you initially gave to me away all of a sudden. Once again, what I, kind of stuff is that? You told me I could do all of this. You gave me this power to keep yeah. me here. And now you're trying to take it away and still keep me here. Well, yeah, one, you, bro. You ain't brought I, me no ring. So, yes, I'm taking your power. And but I first can leave. Off, I, exactly. That's, that's Let me rock this. That's all I'm saying. Bro, you got you're, you're forgetting they were right when he was they, about to offer a trade, right when he was like, yo, trade me. They was like, no, we'll give you 50 mil the next two years. So, like, they want this dude, bro. No, like, I'm not saying Houston does not want him. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. Houston clearly wants to keep James Harden. James Harden is the person that wants to leave. And truth be told, 
Him asking for a trade, I really don't have a problem with. Granted, I think it's it dumb should. to ask for two years on your contract, but I have no problem with him asking for a trade. It's how you go about it. You are a professional. You do your job. Now, once again, everything you do behind the scenes, you can yell at the owner, cuss out Coach Jimmy Butler, do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, you show up and you do your job. So do you agree with Steven Jackson in terms of, because um, he was on, I think it was All the Smoke, I believe he said this on. It might have been another medium, mm-hmm. but he has said something to the effect of he doesn't rock with James Harden because he waited to do this in a season where uh, Coach Silas, first year. That don't help either. Um, being a black head coach um, is detrimental to his career as well as your own. Do you do you agree with that as well? I agree with it. Like I said, it's not it's not the thing that's rubbing me the most the wrong way, but it's definitely I could definitely see why people are very upset about. Yeah, that. it's a thought to have when you're thinking about the whole situation. Like, it, it's so many factors that are playing into this. Once again, if he had simply just asked for a trade, showed mm-hmm. up to training camp, done his job, well, the issue nobody is would care. when you're asking for a trade and if you're showing up to training camp and et cetera, et cetera, going through the drills, you're still putting yourself at danger of getting hurt. Right. And but you got job. two years guaranteed. You got three years technically guaranteed kind of, on your you contract. You don't know what kind of injury is going to happen. Like but you still, he has but still, that is the leverage that you kind of have to have. Like, if you are not healthy, you don't hold that same kind of leverage anymore. But if you don't yeah. show up, you don't really have leverage. James Harden doesn't he have to play. Years. He does no, he not had, have to play in front of everybody huh? anymore. James Harden could demand a trade and sit down. He could sit down, but once again, all you're doing is decreasing your trade value, which if I'm the Rockets owner, think he is. I don't care. Like, at that point, you're decreasing your trade value. I don't see how he trading? is. He's still he, James Harden. How is he decreasing his value? Because everybody knows it's a depreciating asset. One, once again, this is something a lot of NBA circles are always saying. People, the reason a lot of teams aren't really trying to get in on the James Harden trade other than, like, real major contenders is exactly. because people don't. Which is the only people he care about. Which is the only people he does care about. But once again, it's also that thing of the Rockets haven't been able to use that leverage. Like, okay, well, there's other teams that will give me more because he doesn't have a no-trade clause. Let's kill that. He, he has two years on his should, contract. Why should he care about their, their why should he care he, about the leverage if okay. he only has three you, teams on his on his, on his his list? He has mm-hmm. Bucks, Brooklyn, that is and... Leverage. Basically saying I'm, I'm not re-signing Bucks, anywhere Brooklyn, else. But Miami. he can say that. He has two years on his contract. It doesn't matter what he says. He's are still going to have to play there. Are you willing there. to gut your whole team? Are you willing to try to go to Kawhi route? Hmm? And they didn't even have to gut their whole team when they switched Kawhi for uh, DeMar. Fact, but all I'm deal. trying to say is for James Harden, you're going to have to gut your whole team for those two years that he's there and he's going to rock. I don't think you have to gut your whole team for James Harden. Like For what Houston has seemingly been asking for? I think for, you can get better deals. Only deal that, like I said, the only deal that's worth it to me is the Philly deal, possibly because you just get Ben Simmons out yeah, of it. Yeah, Philly. My bad. I said Miami and Philly. Philly. So it's four. And the Bucks, supposedly. I said Bucks. Oh, my fault. You good. But um, So the Philly deal is the only one that's worth anything to me in this scenario. So at that point, like I said, I'm looking at the rest of the league. What can the rest of the league offer me for James Harden? I'm pretty sure you can beat out Miami's deal. You can beat out the Bucks deal. Well, who's willing to offer all of that? And I'm telling for you. For a place where he's openly I'm telling saying you, he doesn't want to go. And I'm telling you, there's one team that will always do it. There's always a team that will take a swing on a superstar. And I be, I was saying that about Paul George, too. There is somebody. who Somebody, somebody will take a Blake swing. Griffin. Somebody took John Wall. Somebody, if somebody like, takes there's always again, a chance that somebody will bite, especially not, if he's producing. And once again, if I'm James Harden, I don't care. Yeah, because I gave you my four. Okay, and you cannot. So care. I can. So I can. I can depreciate the value all I want to. The four that I mentioned, since I'm James Harden. It's gonna try to do something. Yeah. Those four that I've named are and gonna they are gonna put together offer packages with the that, that are gonna. So I could care other. less about the other 26, 25 teams that is. Uh, do I want to okay. try? Do I want to throw my hat in the ring? And and because, as an owner, I have all right to say that I'm not trading you. Sit your butt on the bench. 
He's okay with that. I think that. Okay. I think he both. Can, so here's the thing. Both he parties okay, okay with that. He's got two guarantees. So it's not like he can just walk after this year. He's gonna have to sit there. So by the time he's actually a free agent, he'll be 33 years old. Uh-huh. People in the league are already talking. They don't think James Harden's game is gonna mature well. Like that's already a statement. His lifestyle. No, his, are you really gonna let him just wait on your bench before you trade him? Like, like I don't if we're. And one, the, we've already talked about why the Houston owner would be at the time. Yeah, he would definitely yeah, do it. He would definitely would, do it. Yeah. But once again, if, especially once again, after giving everything to you, once again, it's almost like a child. But it's just not a great business move as a as an organization to just let an like asset that, like I would that trade. I would bench. wait all the way until the next trade deadline trade. Like I would make you waste a year and a half of your career. Like I don't care at that point. If you're gonna sit here and spit in my face but after I still, gave you that's everything, just that doesn't help. You can say it's fight all you want to. If at you're the end going to trade him, your best deal is to just do it now. If is you're it? Going I can wait a year and a half and get. If you're I'm going to, to get a better deal next year, you would have just lost a year and a half, and you lost a year and a half on James Harden. But now all these, all these, all these mediocre teams that you're talking about who can offer a better deal than uh the the contending teams. Now they just lost out on a year and have a possible value for James Harden. So now they're only gonna have a half year. But going off with y'all. Would saying, you play that and then walk. But going off, what, I'm going off what y'all are saying. Y'all are saying these mediocre teams aren't going to offer because James Harden's not going to resign. So if I'm stuck with the Bucks, Nets, Philly, uh, Miami offer, you don't take the Nets or the or the Philly deal. I, I wait a year and a half. I don't care because it's going to be the same offer next year. Who cares? I'm going to rock it out with John Wall, James Harden, Demarcus Cousins. Let them play. Don't care. And I don't know if, if it's it don't the work, same same offer next what, year. We what, don't know what, what happens. How, the, how much worse can the offer get? Because I'm sorry, the Nets offer does not entice me at I'm all. I'm just saying, like hypothetically, the, bu- the Bucks don't, don't have just, an offer just to the, give. Just the way it works, like what if Philly makes another deal and that deal works out? Okay, then you lose that one off the table. What that if means somebody else will be running? By any means, the Nets win, and then they just look at it like, you know what? Let's keep carrying. Even better, that means what are his options now? Now, what are your options, options for trading are, him? Now his options are limited, though. You're, if Brooklyn yeah. doesn't want him, they don't need him. The Philly makes the roster move. They don't need him. So now he's down to the Bucks and Miami. His options are now limited. I think you're spiting uh, yourself my, trying to spite him. Exactly. I, no, yeah. it's not me yeah, trying so, to spite yeah, him. Yeah. I'm telling you, this, this is what I like I said. Bro, anybody me, this, in the league will take Harden, bro. I'm, I, I never said nobody in the league would take Harden. Because Paul George was shopped for Harden. I'm not saying nobody in the league would take Harden. He, but going off what you just said, you're like, well, what if Brooklyn wins? Well, if that's the case, why would Brooklyn trade necessarily? Why would they gut no, their roster that's what I'm saying. for you're, Harden? As an organization, you're losing other trade partners and the I, longer you hold this asset. And I'm telling you, you all, like the league And that's not even the contending ones. It's the, also the mediocre ones. It will shift, always but who knows what's going to happen. The league is always changing. More trade offers will pop up. Like, that's the nature of the league. Right. I'm just saying, if you're going to trade him, I think somebody like James Harden, who's towards exiting his prime, he's like, yeah, why would at the upper I echelon agree. about to hit, I agree. hit his I totally agree. exit if his prime? The pro- it's passed. probably I'm better. It's probably best. That this, I think this is the best he's going to get. I don't think he's going to improve anymore. I think, yeah, last year was the best he could be. So, if you know this is where he's at, and you decide to just waste another year and a half, you are essentially degrading him yourself. Just spiting him just the fact that he asked for a trade but i'm not gonna like at that point why truth be told i don't really see it as degrading him because at that point if i know i can't get equal value for or at least close to equal value for you Mm -hmm. i have no incentive to trade you i'll just ride it out there's no point in trading you bro that's a horrible mindset that's not a horrible mindset i what do you think anything that's not a horrible mindset gaining as houston because you're not gaining anything just sitting him you're not i'm that's a whole other level of dry hair. He's not going to sit. That's the thing, though. He's not going to sit. He's going to play because he wants his money. So he's not going to sit. 
If James Harden sits out, you're gonna play a guy that doesn't want to be there. You're gonna you're gonna play a guy that doesn't want to be there. Rather than get him out and let's get some new young assets. What new young assets are we getting? Spencer Dinwiddie is not a young asset. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go ahead. So so play. You're saying the best thing for Houston now is to play an aging guard with value that that doesn't want to be there. That's the best thing for them for their future. Possibly. What? And then, of the offers I think, if they're not no, getting the Ben Simmons, there's no said, way. Yeah, if the second best thing is if just if they don't Paul George Simmons, go for five first round picks. If they don't get Ben Simmons, I, there's no incentive to even make we this We don't need Ben Simmons no, because we have John Wall, no, and I need Houston no to understand that. If I'm not getting Ben Simmons, there's no reason for me to trade James Harden. Lee, go ahead, Lee. None. Say what you said. There's no need. Houston people need to stop looking to Philly like they're the only trade option. Because as of right now... So you're getting Tyler Hero for James. That's an no, equal no, 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 deal. No, 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 That's not... I'm not just getting Tyler. So what are you getting? Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. Ooh. If no, anything, I'm, I'm not making a deal without Bam on the table, so... They're not I'm getting not Bam. I'm yeah, not going... They're not if anything, I'm not going to Miami for... I'm not going to Miami. I'm not going to Miami for the deal then. So now Somebody will Karis take... Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie, and Jared If anything, honestly and truly, yes, I would rather take those two and Jared Allen and those picks. That's horrible. Bro, you're not when you trade a guy of that caliber. It is very rare that you get enough pieces back. That's like which is yep, why you don't trade all him. that is equal. But what we don't do at you're the right, same let time him sit on the bench. is I'm just gonna ride it out. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, gonna ride it out. For I'm gonna make. I'm gonna, gonna make ride the, out for what? You're gonna ride it out for two more years and then he leaves? I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, I think I'm gonna make the playoffs for two more years and then I will hit the reset button. Like, but you're gonna let you, him walk? But you're not this, gonna hit the reset this, button with what? With what are you hitting it with? What do you mean? Because he's gonna be walking. He's saying trade him before that last trade deadline. No, because then everybody's gonna be like, no, f you, dude. I'm not gonna trade nothing if he's about to be gone. That's stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. That's stupid. I'm either I'm either I'm waiting till the next trade deadline, deadline <laughs> that I can just wait three months for. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's dumb. That's dumb and that's a hater. That's, that's not dumb. <laughs> that's not dumb. Hater. That's not dumb. Got you. There, there is precedent in the league. It does not matter when you get rid of a superstar. It doesn't matter if you trade him, let him go. You don't recover. You don't. It is rare. So the only example we have in the last 25 years is New Orleans. They're the only example. So if you're gonna get rid of OKC is doing pretty good. Huh? Paul George was a superstar when they let. Uh, he let is him not go. a legit superstar. He was a superstar. He has never been a top five player well, in the league. Well, they moved. That's not the only. I can't say this. They, they moved. They when moved. Russ and PG in the same. Exactly. And you had to get rid of both. You had and to get they, rid of and both. And they're straight. They are straight. We, we'll see. It's no guarantee. Yeah, they are. They no, are no, no, straight, no, no, bro. No, 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 uh, no. I think we can all sit here and say they're sitting pretty at least. They're sitting pretty, but if none of their draft picks hit, they got like what 22 are they? of them. No way right? none of them hit. There's wait a minute. No wait, a minute wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bro, there's like 16 of them. There's no way. There's no way. You're being a hater, bro. Put this in the clip. Put this in the clip. It does not guarantee anything. Put this in the clip, bro. It does not guarantee anything. Draft picks are no guarantees any year. As much as high as I am on this draft class. You cannot guarantee so me Kate Cunningham will be better than James Harden. You're, you're sitting on James Harden and waiting until a young, developing star opens up and trade for him. Yes. What if they don't want to let that go? All right. I'll, I'll let him walk. Like, what if? You'll let him walk. You'll let him walk. Wait a minute. You'll let him walk. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Suck either way. Before you trade him, you'll let him walk. Either way, you're going to be bad. Let me help. Either way. Hell. Either way, you're going to be good. Let me help y'all guys. Let me help y'all guys. Let me help y'all guys. Either way, you're a rebuild. Let me help y'all guys. Brian, this is one of the moments where you are being highly inconsistent. How? Because we're the two people. We've had this conversation during the past season one where we said, flip them. And I'm only all for it. And right now, you are 
deciding right, to let them walk mm. before you flip them. Because to, I'm not getting no, no, anything no, no, no. of value. Wait a minute. You're not going to get anything, anything of value at all. when he walks. That's, you're not going to get anything at all. So either way, I'm a rebuilding team. It does not matter so what you're you guys rebuild with nothing? Then rebuild with something. You're losing goal. forty. You're losing fifty million off your cap. You can literally just go get players at that Brian. point. Nobody's gonna want to go to Houston. Why not? Houston's a great city. Let's not act like Houston's a great city. Do I Howard? After the LA, do I Howard? No, do I Howard was he got a max contract. He had a max contract for five different teams. Gordon Hayward got thirty million this year too. Dwight Howard was Dwight Howard was still a top three big. Dwight Howard was a top three big man in the league when he got signed by Houston. Brian. You're big up in Dwight Howard. To prove a point. Yeah. You, don't Mind you, how you feel about him? Y'all say Houston couldn't get free. So, so, so we're looking for Dwight agent. Howard to rebuild. After losing Harden, uh, MVP candidate for not the last five to six years, yep. we're going to start it over with a Dwight Howard like caliber dude who at the time. I don't know what the free agent class LA. looks like three years from now. So let me see what the free agent class because looks like three years from now. Because the free agent is going to go to Houston of that type of caliber after, to start a After, mind with. you, after, after the fact you just did what you just did. Hey, Harden screwed me first. <laughs> I'm Brian. not going. To, I'm not <laughs> signing with Brian. Hey, we're bro. done. We're I'm, done. I'm not we're signing done. with Brian. We're I'm done. With we're done. Don't we're spit. Done. Don't spit in my face if I gave you everything you asked for. Sorry. But it's your fault. You're, you're, you're fighting your own organization to spite somebody else. You'd rather burn everything I'm, than just a. I look at. I'm, re, might be I'm gonna be rebuilding. I'm rebuilding. You're gonna be a rebuilding team either way, and you'll probably never get another player like James Harden in the next twenty years. So you'd rather rebuild at like an F or C. I, real talk, trade. I would rather tank a year, get the number one draft pick, and start over that way. Like, no. that's the. So now, now you're playing basketball guys are going to take it away from picks, you, and you're going to end up like seventh. And that's in what I'm saying. Huh? You're going to end up seventh in the lotto. Either way, wait, wait a minute. Even if I trade him, I'm seventh in the lotto. What difference does it make? But wait a minute. You you just said it. They don't have the draft picks. But you can recruit draft picks. How? What's the best way to recruit? Many, yeah, what's the best way to recruit they, a draft pick? Trade like, James Harden. Recruit the draft pick. But y'all are acting like they don't have other players they can trade. Who That's else the are they going to trade to get as Eric, many draft picks for? Huh? You don't have to get as many. You just have to get some. You don't have to get as many. But you're doing all of this just so he can sit. Like, yeah. you That's up to him if he sits or not. That's you're, up to him you're if he sits the, or not. You're making it harder. Or if you does play, you just want him you're to be hurting Houston there and way not want to play. Yeah. You're you're making it harder for yourself to also make it hard for Harden. Houston. And you're allowing James Harden to nod, nod, wink, wink, save his body for some team that he could go to and be a second or do, and be a second really, option really by then. Do you trust James Harden to stay in shape if he's not playing basketball? Be honest with yourself, bro. But still, as <laughs> talented as that dude is, if you yeah, let him man. cool it for you a year and a half, do you trust him to stay in shape? You if let he's him not cool it. You think he's gonna get like Homer Simpson in a year and a half? <laughs> it would not shock me. If you're he did, a hater, Brian. If he you're didn't play basketball for a year, Brian, it would. We're talking about a dude that has how many jerseys retired in strip clubs? Like a Hayden button. How many jerseys does he have retired in strip clubs? Sometimes the hate blinds the high level of basketball IQ you have. I love how Kyrie Irving. I love how you have a lot of jerseys in the strip club. I'm cool with that. His work ethic has been questioned multiple times. Does not act like. can get you 27 without trying. Okay. So you ain't winning, so it don't matter. Bro, but if he's not our best player. So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna take Goodness. a break. We're gonna, oh, we got oh. commercial breaks. We got ass. That'd be sweet. I hope not. That'd be sweet. Hey yo, That'd if, be sweet. if you want your if you want your sponsored ad right here, we're sponsoring call ads, us, man. Call sweet. us, man. When do we become call Instagram call influencers? Your ad will be entered right here. I'll say some nice things with my great voice. You know, I'll put it right there, man. Um, man, what? <laughs> um, but let. 
I was we we're gonna go straight to the Kyrie thing, but I want to take. Let, we talk about Kyrie after preseason yeah, basketball. Bro. We need some. We need some air. We need okay? more content for him, bro. Because honestly, bro, people forget like that dude started off last year with like a fifty ball, like, and he almost <laughs> went like street ball game breaker for that. Would have been one of the greatest. That was gonna be the most ignorant thing, I, bro. And I'm telling people right now, for everybody that's getting pissed off at Kyrie for whatever it is, because like. I get it. He's not talking to the media and all that. Mind mm-hmm. you, that initial statement that he had made, he never officially said, I'm not talking to the media. He had just dropped a statement for, like, that initial, like, media day. And I feel like he's going to talk to these dudes at some point. If not, he's good enough for Brooklyn to take that 25K check to the chin every time. I mean, we'll be coming off of his personal, which yeah. which I don't think, yeah. Which he's already came out and said that he's fine with. He said, because, mind you, when, when you do get an NBA so we'll fine, it always cool. gets split between the charities. <laughs> so now he's just like, yo, if y'all going to take 25 racks from me each time, put let's in just them. split it into some, uh, some charities that really needed uh, after what happened this past year. All right, for the people who don't know, and like I said, we were going to take a break and like go into something else, but they already opened it up. Kyrie Irving has decided that he will not talk to the media. And um, not only that, he also referred to the media as pawns. They are pawns. They are pawns. Um, <laughs> they are pawns. <laughs> yeah, leave your own. Yeah, no media sure side. You make up $40 million a year, but sure. Um, I mean, they have they, they do some good, but they also. They're the reason you make $40 million a year. They're not um, the reason. They are. They're not the, the reason. I'm, I'm pretty sure, honestly, well, if you want to say they, they're the reason he gets up to $40 million, sure. The reason why he's a millionaire is because of what he could do with the basketball. Yeah, that's that's why. It's he because he, so he transformed his, his body into. The media was going to be there. I don't. He could break the rest of his life. The media was going to yeah. be there. I don't. I'll say this. I understand what you're saying. It drives um, revenue, but not that much. He's bro. a it, basketball it, player. He's not not that much. All right, it now you're being revenue. disrespectful. It is the revenue. Like, he's a basketball. ESPN player. is the revenue. Yes. Does Kyrie <laughs> get paid to answer questions or, the or play? Which one more? Which one more? So how do we know he's good? How do we know he's good? How do we know he's good? If you never saw him play. TV. You don't know the he's media. good. He's not talking Who's to the show. He's not talking to them. That's, that's media. That's media. He's talking about He didn't say he wasn't going to play. Yeah, he yeah. said he wasn't talking to but the media. All of, it, all, of it, all of it's a conglomerate. Before TV, who were they talking to to make sure we knew games existed? Who would make. Who radio. Would, it, was, it was newspaper. Radio. We need these people. We're not saying we Kyrie don't. in theory He's could talking about personal interviews Kyrie where you're asking in them questions. Kyrie in theory could be mute, bro. He could in theory could be signed later, but he could still have the same exact game, bro. But here's the problem. Here's and the, he would still be in the same position. If Kyrie was mute, he would have the same deal, all of that. Here's the what problem. Not, Did someone knock just now? Nah. I thought it was not. Oh, it's your phone. Here's the problem with what you're saying. Here's the problem with Kyrie's statements. Because I do have an issue with him calling them pawns. I have an issue with him... De- denigrating the media. Game I have, they I have are. a, I have an issue with it, because in order for the NBA to be the NBA, we talk about all the things that was necessary to make that had David Stern make this league what it is today. God rest his soul. All the things that played a factor, the media is, is a huge of part huge, of the factor. Of, yeah, part a huge of, part of the factor. Not just the fact that Jordan existed. Not just the what fact that Magic existed. I, I not just the fact that. Not just what did Jordan Larry, say was his best endorsement? What did Jordan say in that last minute? What did he say was his best endorsement? Lightness. What was, what was it? He said his game was his, be- his best endorsement. The fact that. His, if he wasn't that good, Gatorade, Jordan, McDonald's, nobody would have wanted to came them. Jordan said himself, my game was the best endorsement. If his, even if it, we understand his game is his best endorsement. Yeah, the media understands under, it. The media understands That's why it. they want to talk Lee, to him. We all understand it's his best endorsement. We don't care about Kyrie if he sucks. We, I get exactly. that. Exactly. I get that. Exactly. But the fact that 
he is who he is. That's why they're if mad. The they media, don't want to talk to him because a player of that magnitude don't want to talk. If Austin Lee, Rivers said, I don't want to talk to the media you're this missing year, the point. nobody the would point, care. The point is, if there's nowhere for him to sell his product, it does not matter. A if a, if a tree falls in the forest, wait a minute. If a tree where? falls in the forest. At Rucker Park? Like, no, he's going to be in the I league. Think, I think wait, the no, difference no, no, is, but we're not acknowledging this. He's going to sell this product the way he wants to, even if he doesn't speak. Y'all acting like just because he's not talking to media, he doesn't deserve to be on his court. Or he can't I'm be not on the court. saying he doesn't deserve to be on the court. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be on the court. court. No, he's, he's, gonna be on the court. he's going to be on the so court. So he's still selling his product, correct? It's the point of this. The Kyrie the point is this. Drop. Kyrie Sevens are going to I just drop. don't understand how the not point talking is to the media doing interviews is going to hurt his branding. It's not just him it's we're not talking just about. The branding. It's about the league. It's about the league. If there's more players that do this, right? The more players that say, you know what, we're not going to talk to media, we're not going to communicate, we're not going to reach out, and, and for whatever reason, because I don't know, I had a couple bad incidents, you are creating a disconnect between us, the fans. And you, what did he, the what product. Did he, what did he, and, um, and you will hurt the bag of future players. Like, that's the thing they don't understand. That's what Kyrie is missing on this. If, like Greg said, more players took this route and they were like, all right, we're not going to talk to the media. We're not going to do interviews, whatever the case may be. Well, ESPN then has all right to say, well, all right, we're not going to show as many games on TV. Well, well, okay, well, now the CBA is not going to cut. Kyrie I don't think he's going to go that far. Isn't gonna cut. We don't know that. I think we're hitting a panic button off yeah, this one off man. Of one man yeah, off of one man. It's it only one with, man. But it, it always, always starts, starts with, with one. one person. Just like it started with one when there's Jordan that blossomed this league. So what, about, start with so one what if he took the Marshawn Lynch route and he just showed up to every interview was like, I'm here so I don't get fined. We cool I with would that? actually respect him a lot I more. For I appreciate that. I that's him still a lot just not talking. No. But at least there's We love Marshawn Lynch We love Marshawn Lynch. That's at least his, that's his demeanor. That's his personality. We respect that. Kyrie, Kyrie is a dude to me who literally strikes me as like the dude who thinks he's super intelligent, but is only really but smart. Regardless of that, like he doesn't want to talk to anybody now. At first, when he no, was he, talking, no, was Kyrie issue. wants to now talk. The fact that what, he doesn't want to talk to no, Kyrie wants he to talk. Want to he know that's that he, you know what he can do? What even we're doing right now? Because what he's smart enough to do, mm -hmm. y'all. I'm sure we was probably going to talk about his live before the night was over. Yeah, you know how many yeah. people was on it that was live? Bad. It was about at least 130k on that live. Right. So you know what Kyrie That's could easily right do? Is. What yeah. he could easily do? We want to see Kyrie Irving. We don't want to hear ESPN talk to Kyrie Irving. We don't want to hear all these newer outlets. Kyrie could easily into his own hands and probably make a bag off it. Any questions that y'all want to know, he could go on live and say all of the things that are on his mind. Because 130,000 plus people tuned in. But here's the difference. Yeah, here's it's not making the NBA a check, but it's making no, his a check. here's the difference. The issue Everybody's is, not going to do what Kyrie does because the they know is, they're not as good as him. The issue is... But if all the star players do, that's your problem. All the star players but aren't. But some people want to be in the media's face. Like, Braun's never going to sit there and be like, I'm not but talking to you. But the is. issue is, the issue is what you're saying is, when you give that, when you when you take they away... They didn't give... Kyrie took that upon himself. When, when Kyrie takes that upon himself and he removes himself from the medium that is the media to the consumer, he's also taking away the element of the questions that can be asked and the questions he's willing to answer. Okay. And that right there plays a factor into trust. It becomes any situation where we look at any other person who talks with superpower and we're like, oh, well, they didn't, they talked to that person because they know they're not going to ask a certain question. They're not going to answer certain questions. So why do we, why should we listen to that conversation? Why we listen to that interview? It's well, no, can, it's no different than anybody else doing that. He can so still it's just a, deny it's a, every question that he doesn't like though. Like he doesn't have to answer. The, like I said, if he just shows up, and doesn't answer any questions, he's 
essentially, honestly, I think he's doing the same exact thing. Except he's just not donating charities now. I find, I find it very detrimental and very disrespectful to the craft of the media. And once again, I understand the media has not been kind to him. Kind in the, in to the him slightest. Oh, they called him the dis- the disruptor. disruptor. Like we just went through a that whole was Kendrick summer. Perkins, and we is all agree. He's he not a part of the media. He's not a part of the media. We all agreed. We agreed he wasn't. We said he's invalid. What about we Stephen A. Smith? What about Stephen A. Smith? What about ESPN's money man and Stephen A. Smith and how you went at Kyrie Irving? Is that not That's media, media personified? Let's Great. not act like Kyrie has not brought a lot of it on himself as well. Well, I'm not talking about a lot of it. I'm talking about specific moments. Let's, if it's back and forth moments, I can understand why he's like, you know what? I just don't want to engage anyone like, on this platform. And once again, Kyrie, has Kyrie sometimes gotten the raw end of the stick on the media? Yes. Yeah. Kyrie has also Stephen a lot of times good. put a lot of that on himself. Okay. So for you to sit back, like I said, because you put yourself in a situation where people look negatively at you and then be like, well, now I don't want y'all to talk to me at all because y'all always make me look bad. No, you made yourself look bad. But what's wrong with just not just saying you I don't want to talk bad. to anybody? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. My, my problem is it doesn't. It doesn't feel like he doesn't want to talk to anybody. It was once again feels like Kyrie just wants to put a spotlight on himself. This whole thing is like everybody, please notice me, notice me, notice me. I'm not gonna talk to the media. We all know Kyrie's not gonna take a twenty five thousand dollar hit all year. He's not. He's not that person. So he's going to talk to me. This is all, hey, guys, look at me. Look at me. I'm Kyrie. I'm being different. No, I'm no, being no, no, different. No. But at the end of the day, yeah. Nah, but at the end of the day, if that 25K each time that he doesn't talk, if it really truly does go to a charity, I'm saying cool. He's not eating $25,000. The next every will, you understand day. there are That's teams every day, that will do that. You know the, the uh, what you want? When Jordan had a shoe, shoe deal, they paid for the. Jo- for the yeah, the yeah. Bulls paid for that. So a team, at the end of the day, I'm not saying Kyrie is joining, but depending on your relative market and meaning to your team, they will do things for you. This is the same guy who's also been in trade rumors with Kyrie and Harden. Oh, I mean, for Harden. And but but it didn't go through, right? Other. But a like, lot, like, but who makes like, those rumors? Who makes those rumors? Agents and who? They're not rumors. Agents and who? Agents and who they're, makes the they're rumors? They're true. The media. Is so it who? a rumor or is it true? But that rumors aren't always true, bro. But this one is. Kyrie, but we can, know this was true. Who said, that one was said true? Houston? Houston said we wouldn't trade harder if it's not for Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. And Brooklyn did not. I don't think I ever heard anything knows. with the Nets. So, Brooklyn never actually considered giving up Kyrie, bro. So I if, haven't heard any reports from that side. Nobody this, has thought about is, giving up Kyrie. Nobody this, has thought about that. And this is the fun, and this is what's funny. This is what's funny about us as fans and us as people who understand the game throughout. For some reason, we only connect the dots when we want to. We only connect the dots when we feel like it. I that, be a, I that's be a connecting dot, dude. I want to know what dot I'm not connecting. Which is right funny now. because you are you conspiracy. So show me, you conspiracy theory leak. You conspiracy theory leak. We hit. Which we hear comments. We hear comments that Russell Westbrook and James Harden want to leave. Correct. They both want to leave. They both want out of Houston. Correct. Russ is gone. Russ goes to Washington. Washington. After there were rumors. It, it was and both and here's the thing: both teams denied that they were willing to go through with it. But all of a sudden, a couple weeks later, now it's here. I knew rumors was gonna be gone. I knew they both denied. John, the John and Russ swap, both of them, especially Washington, we, denied we, it. They denied but it. They also said here's they the were thing about rumors. Beal, here's bro. the thing about rumors: just like comedy, there's always some truth somewhere lying there. There's always when some truth lying there. Connect the dots, Leak. We're not Brooklyn, stupid. But Greg, the truth could be. That Houston did come out and said we wouldn't even move Harden unless it was for Kyrie or KD. That's part of the truth. That's nobody Houston. ever. That's why I asked 
What did the Nets say about Because it? Wash, you're, you're bringing up that situation, me still being dual fanship, and the Wizards said we're building around Brad Beal. The Wizards said that. They said they're building around Brad Beal, what, last year? No, recently. That's And then that's when John was like, I want to trade. And then they tried to dead everything. They definitely said within the last couple weeks, Tommy Shepard, I believe, or whatever, they said, yo, we're building around Brad. And then John, I supposedly heard that and was like, oh, word, I want out. And then they tried to dead the whole thing, dead the whole thing, dead, dead it. But so you're just going to so, so you're just going to nullify you're just going to nullify the fact the team you're going to nullify the, the dude. What is Brooklyn? What signs has Brooklyn given? Yeah, that they will move Kyrie. The sign. Once what again, sign you can't answer that once exactly. Again, once again, you're not willing to connect the dots on this one because you don't I'm a, want I'm a to. Connect I'm connecting dots. You don't one, want to, and that's okay. That could have been confirmed with Houston saying we wouldn't move Harden. So the conversation did, so we're saying one the, saying, we're saying one the conversation didn't I'm happen. Me and you had a conversation and I take it to, I could have asked you like yo give me Kyrie for Harden and you yeah. say no that doesn't mean the Nets are are willing to deal Kyrie. Even if a conversation around Kyrie happened, we don't know the Nets answer, we don't know why it was de- uh deaded, what happened with it. We don't know if it was just Houston inquiring. We don't know the details. We're assuming that the Nets were like, yo, maybe we can build something around they Kyrie. Never... We're not assuming that they just dead it in instantly. It could have been anything that happened. We don't know enough information to sit here and say definitively they were willing to move Kyrie or they even had an in-depth discussion about moving Kyrie. They never it could have no just been Kyrie's name coming up from Houston's side and the Nets being like, no, we're not moving Kyrie or KD. But we don't know those details. We, and, that's, and that's all I'm saying is the difference between the Washington Russ situation and this, Washington gave signs that they could move on from John. Brooklyn has never. We can be 12 years you and I are, You and I are 12 years old right now. We're planning the most lit sleepover ever. We're going to do this, 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 this. We talk about it all week through school. Neither of you and I have asked our mothers yet. How legitimate is that? It's legit. No, it's not. not. About it. No, it's not. <laughs> it, it ha- no, it's not. That was a great example, wasn't it? <laughs> that was decent. No. I, I like that analogy. I a, no, no, did. for real. It's a, it's a, I saw where you was coming with that. It's the most. It's a, no, no it's a good example. People that are actually making a, this happen. It's a, really, it's a good a example. It's a really good example. Oh, great example. It's a, don't, don't say it was good. That was great. <laughs> it's a great example, <laughs> Lee. You got it. It's a great example. I'm not taking it away from you. All I'm saying is the fact that, once again, going back to the very beginning of this conversation, with James Harden, player empowerment. This is different. As a 12-year-old, no, we have no real weight. There was a between, any preteen empowerment. We have no <laughs> real weight between what happens in terms of in terms of how you know our parents say yes. Knowing me, and for the people who understand me, I can't go. I gotta babysit. Yeah, Gray so, had a babysit so, every day. So I'm your sister drive now. What you mean you gotta babysit? So knowing me, that that would be my that's that would be the end of that for me. But still, this is different because there's a level of player empowerment here that these players have and they can wield. Yeah. Just like, and that's why I say we're not willing to connect the dots. Kevin Durant could have heard the rumors and been like, all right, this is a thing. And let me, let me take, let me see what, let me fill it out. Let me talk to the people that be. And Kyrie may not have any knowledge of it. Like these are the, these are the elements. And this is what the media helps do. Yes, it can be divisive. But that also plays into the fact of how strong is your organization and what and how do you handle your own business? But that's any place. That's any place. The media plays a huge factor in how these things work and how we stay connected with them, how we stay connected with the league past just a 20 points, seven assists, five steal game. I get to understand you as a human being better. I, it could be I detrimental if you. a lot of people took the Kyrie route. It would be and, really detrimental to the fans, to the NBA, so, to their bottom line. I understand what you're saying off and, that point, but it just doesn't it 
it doesn't seem like a deciding negative factor in terms of basketball operations and a connection to the media that Kyrie now just doesn't want to talk. I think it's more of an anomaly, not not a a picture of a pattern that's soon to be. Okay. I think the vast majority of people would still like to be in a limelight because they understand what the media can do for their branding and image. But it's going back to what y'all said earlier. Like, Kyrie's not out of the spotlight. Anything, he's put himself more in the spotlight. Like In the way that he wants to. Okay. But even, like I said, if, like, if, if that's goes, the case, if the, in the way that he wants to, sure. We but, can't go that route. Because, yeah, he has put himself more so in the spotlight in this way, but it's in the, the spotlight that he wants to be in. Like, okay. if he wants to control the narrative or at least control the 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 scope of what people see from him, mm-hmm. I can respect that. It's not like he just tucked away in a corner not talking to nobody. And I can't respect it on the simple fact of you are a public figure. Whether you want to be or not, you are a public figure. You have to stand there and take the scrutiny. Like, I'm sorry. I, like, that I feel like if you was like a politician or something like that, for sure. If you're if you want to hoop, I would love to see that. I would wish to see that. I if don't you like get it. Paid $35 million to I don't hoop, I don't like the fact that he's it. not talking to the media. I would love for him to just talk to the media and just say whatever he wants to on any single platform. But if he does want to come out and say, I'm not talking to the media, take that twenty five thousand, donate it, like I don't care. I can't sit here and just write up think pieces about how negative and detrimental this is. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't. He's not talking to the media. Some charity's about to get 25 racks. If he does talk to the media, he's now talking to the media. I don't think this narrative or, like, this discussion around Kyrie and the media is that big in terms of how it affects basketball because I don't think that it's going to affect basketball in a way where it starts a pattern. This isn't going to be a a thing that catches on for the the top people in the league. They're going to want to talk to the media. We'll see. Like Like I said, going by James Harden, Kyrie, these are all things that when the next CBA comes up. No. And owners are like, all right, man. James Harden, I think much. James Harden's move is going to influence the, the, the oh. league more than Kyrie not I, talking I, I, to the I agree with that. James but Harden Ky- is the dangerous but, one if you're going to talk about any of them but being Ky- dangerous. But Kyrie will be as a factor as well. That's my point. James Harden is definitely going to be more of a factor. But people are also going to look on King Rick. I think it might be, be like, Yo, because it's happening at the same time. We got players that don't want to talk to the media. Like, y'all don't want to talk to the media. Y'all not coming to camp. Like, y'all, it's going to be examples thrown out. And Kyrie will be one of those That's examples. fair. That's fair to say. That's like, fair to that's say. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah, you might, for whatever reason, Kyrie, you're controlling your narrative now, but you might be hurting other people's bag later. And, if, and isn't he a vice president of the Players' Union now? Yeah. Like, as, come on, man. Like, if you're supposed to be a vice president of the Players' Union, like, this is not the way to go about it. Hey, that's elected democratically, right? It is, shockingly. That's all I can say. <laughs> they yeah. voted for him. It's weird. All right, man. I mean, they know him better than us. That's true. That's, that's true. What, that's why I always say, like, give you that. if they voted him in there, they know him better than us. I agree. I, I'll give you that. For yeah, sure. If Chris Paul had faith in you to some degree, like, I got to. While Leak is gone, I'm going to say it again. That was a great example. That was, that was a great, <laughs> great example. example. It was. That was a good one. He pulled that one out. I instantly thought That might have been the, the best line of reason that he's gave him. <laughs> but I'm going to say it now while he's not here. So, shout out to you, Leak. Um, Coach K. Your Coach K. Uh, I think this is going to be. What time is it, Keith? What time is it? 5.46. Okay, we good. All right, so um, Coach K has some comments about um, college basketball um, and the fact that they're playing. However, uh, I'm going to let Brian read the actual comment that Coach K had. But how, the issue is his timing. 
Um, after starting two and two, um, I think losing two games at home, mm-hmm. two games at home and Cameron indoor, which is shocking, shocking especially in a non-conference schedule. Um, the comments came out and a lot of people had a lot to say about it. Um, whether there were other coaches around the nation, um, other mediums just saying coach K wouldn't be saying this if the team wasn't 500 at the moment, if they weren't, um, looking very spotty, um, struggling, um, and that, you know, this is just a factor of him trying to save, uh, I guess his image or whatever, um, in the nation as a top team. Um, I think that was crazy. But ludicrous. I'm let I'm let B read the quote so um we can get better understanding of what was happening, what's going on. So according to Coach K, people are saying the next six weeks are going to be the worst. To me, it's already pretty bad. On the other side of it, there are these vaccines that are coming out by the end of the month. Twenty million vaccine shots will be given by the end of January or in February, another hundred million. Should we not reassess that? See see just what would be the best. We got our butts beat. For the good of the game and the mental and physical health of players and staff, we need to constantly look at this thing. I think that's the smart thing to do. He had a bunch of other small quotes as well, but mm-hmm. that's the crux. Yeah. Um, what do y'all think of Coach K's comments? Because there's two, there's two questions, but I want to get that the first one out the way. What do y'all think of Coach K's comments? Do you, do you think they're coming from a genuine place of the team struggling, or do you – or do you think he's actually caring about the situation of coronavirus? To be honest, regardless of whether he actually cares or not, or if it's coming from a place of the team struggling, I know exactly where you're going. Right. Yeah, comments com- are correct. So, like, even if hypothetically we go with the super negative route of, he wouldn't have been saying this if he was undefeated. Right. But since he's not and he lost two home games, he's saying this now. That does not take away from the fact that what he's saying is correct. Yeah. Now, if you want to say... But shouldn't motive play a factor into why you're yeah, saying sure. the right thing? And that's what I'm saying. We can attack it like, come on, Coach K. Like, you might not mean it. Like, your words might your words might not have the weight behind them since they're coming from somebody who you may look at it as being hypocritical because if you were winning, you could possibly have a flip thought about all of this. Right, right. But that doesn't make the words any less true. Okay. So, but... I, I, it's hard to tell whether I think Coach K because I can very well see Coach K being four zero and saying this. I can't see some coach coming out and being like, "This is really hard to play in. It's really dangerous, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. We're doing our best and yeah. respectively address it like that. Do I think in this particular moment, him losing those two go- home games probably had him thinking about this more? Yeah, it's a completely different season for them. It's extremely, it's harder to play in to navigate yeah. when you're having to deal with all of this. So I can see why it's weighing on his mind. I think the statement is true. I'm not sure if the moto the motive is just yeah. whether he is actual care. Like I don't know him as a person, as a yeah. human being. Um everything that I have heard about him would suggest that he is empathetic and compassionate, but I don't know that personally. But I don't know if it's because he's trying to be compassionate or it's just because he's had a lackluster season. So regardless, the words are true though. There shouldn't be basketball being played in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I think both things can be true. Like, in all honesty, like I said, I think you can look at the situation. Like I said, Tomas said, like, should basketball be played right now? Probably not, like, in all seriousness. I also think Coach K is, <laughs> sees his record and is like, eh, probably would be okay if we didn't play any more games, right? Like, we don't look good right now. Yeah. So it can be both. 
Like, I think he genuinely is concerned about people. Coach K has been somebody who's always been very outspoken about his beliefs, who's very um, been very empathetic towards people. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I'm, I don't think he doesn't care about the virus at all. Like, I don't think this is just a ploy. I think he genuinely does care about what's happening in this country. But also, could be that he's two and two, and he's taking a couple butt whoopings. Uh, so. I don't uh, are they still two and two? I don't know if they played the game since then. I don't think they played. Um, I don't think so. But I, I will say, I will speak to this. I saw a lot of like, I was reading the uh, some of the responses from um, other coaches and how they were speaking on Coach K's name. Hey, y'all got to calm down. Y'all got to calm down. Respect your elders. Coach K been killing the game for a long time, and I'm not a Duke fan at all. I'm a UNC Tar Heels fan through and through. Uh, I rock with them, even though we had a very scary game versus North Carolina Central. <laughs> um, but I rock with I rock with my Tar Heels. I rock with Roy, and I still can say there is no way any college coach from any program should look at Coach K and say that um, he's afraid to play basketball or afraid to coach. That's hilarious. Or he's worried about protecting his. He he was the Olympic head coach. The Team USA head coach. Like, he's good. He's straight. He doesn't have to do another thing. He's good. So the fact that people are willing to say that, I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was highly disrespectful. And um what? I heard the topic y'all talking about, man. You heard it? So how you feel about it, man? About homeboy saying they not gonna play no out of conference games no more. I don't think he said that. No, no they're not. They, they're they not canceled. playing. They, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they have canceled. canceled. Yeah. Okay. They have canceled the you, their non-ACC games. I, yeah. We didn't get that. My bad. We didn't get to that part. Oh. They, they've canceled. Yeah, they, he, it's oh, already been done. So yeah, how you feel about it? it? How you feel about it? You don't like it? Did y'all hear what the coach from Alabama said? Nate Oates? I think, I, I think so. I've read a few of them. Yeah. They, him along with, I believe, I'm trying to figure out the coach. I can't remember. They say oh, he's scared to get this work. One other high major coach said that. It was just like, do you think he would be saying that if he was undefeated right now? Okay, let's keep it 100. It's Coach K, dog. Like, let's keep it 100. Do we really think they were going to lose did, to Charles? Did y'all see the article where he said in May the NCAA can't afford not having another That's tournament? That's true. That's but true. things have changed. Oh, and what is the NCAA filled with? Nothing but what? Non-conference games. Where Duke usually gets to play a bum H. Ooh, let me. Whoa. I was about to say bum and HBCU in the <laughs> same ahead. sense. Whoa. But Duke was usually going to play an inferior opponent. Right. More likely than not, whoever wins the MEAC, mm-hmm. whoever wins a very, very, the, one of the smaller conferences in basketball. So they're going to get a week 16 in Greensboro, North Carolina, or Raleigh for yeah. a home game. Then they're going to get an eight seed, which is more likely than not they're better than. So have the NCAA tournament because we need that, and that's where a lot of your incentives lie in. But these out-of-conference games, oh, oh, Lord forbid those. Nope, can't do those no more. COVID, right? Come on, bro. Look at that team that he got. They're way too talented for them to be what they are right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've lost to two top ten teams. It's no, not but, like they're, they, but they're deeper. They're deeper. You still, it's not like they're you deeper lost than, the bums. You lost to two top ten so teams. So why dude. are we canceling our out-of-conference schedule? Man? I mean, do we, are we really worried they were going to lose to Charleston Southern and Gardner-Webb? Like, that was the two games left. Mind you, but that's because of COVID. That's, like, the only two games left. But it's just like, yo, that seems pretty whack, bro, that all of a sudden now after you lose. Like I said, like, bro, don't, don't. And that's one thing that I have that has really upset me about this entire year is, like, 
We're in a pandemic, mm-hmm. and we either need to be all in as a country, or like don't act like you're all in. Like, I even tell you with the basketball thing. Like, why are we having certain rules allowed if we're trying to be safe for the kids? Why are we trying to be safe for everybody? But then why do we play these out-of-conference games to begin with? Why do we play any games to begin with? The virus can be spread if you're playing Clemson, just like if you're playing an out-of-conference opponent. But you want to know something? More likely than not, one thing about the ACC, we always give them its credit for its, its historical you know, teams. But more likely than not, usually there's only like three to four really. The ACC is very top-heavy, You more likely than not. Yeah. More like not Carolina Duke, Florida State as of recent. Mm-hmm. That normally that that three four spot flips. It fluctuates. It's yeah. usually a team that both those top two can just out talent. It was Miami for a little bit. It was yeah. Miami for a little bit. It was Florida State. Like Louisville just came to the conference recently, and you mm-hmm. know, like they're getting their wave behind you. They had Rick Pitino, and then they were gone. So like they're trying to like you know get there, but it's just like yo, okay, that's kind of weak. I like that's kind of weak, K. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate, or I don't like the fact that coaches feel they can speak wild on his name. That's the part. They're not speaking I mean. wild on his name. They're just saying, do you think if he was undefeated, he would be saying to not play these games? And essentially, you're saying you're scared he'd get this work. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and I ain't gonna say I mean, that about he's Coach beat K. Everybody before. Like, what does he have to prove? I've he beat has. Um, he has what? Nine hundred plus. So wins? then, why just play ACC teams then? So then I don't, why? I don't know. He didn't know. That's what, the funny part. What is not part. playing? Who, you said they were going to play Charleston and Gardner-Webb, right? That was the only two non-conference games left. Right. So schedule. why just cut out those two, but then we're going to play the rest of our conference schedule? Hey, man. I don't know. I don't get the NCAA. We like, all know how you feel the about the NCAA. NCAA. something with money. You know, we... Bro, Tomorrow will tell you what the NCAA travel, is on a regular know. basis. The NCAA, bro, is very fraudulent. Yeah. All around. Uh-huh. I'm not speaking no It's order. a masquerade. Through and through. A curtain that's been placed in front of our eyes. <laughs> yes, sir. For the past couple of years. The express, views, the express views and opinions of. Nah, but for real. I mean, I didn't hear Nah, bro, because at the end of the day, if, 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 if there's a coach out there that doesn't want to potentially hire me because of these comments, you probably should have talked to me about my basketball knowledge first before listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's true. If you're that concerned to not want to rock with me because of a pod, you probably should have asked me. You you probably knew enough of my resume to want to look at this pod. True fact. I give him that. I give him that. But all I'm saying is, I don't think it's fair. Whether the NCAA is look at both of the teams that that, the that Duke has lost to, and they're deeper than both of those fraudulent. teams. They are not can be are. I'm just trying to make a point here. All those things can be and may be true. It doesn't take away from the fact that Coach K should not ever be scared of anybody's work. That is all I'm saying. So the fact that he chose to cancel Char- Char- uh, Charleston Southern and Gardner-Webb, which I didn't know those were the last two games. I thought those two games might have been ranked. I really did. I didn't know. That I didn't have an inkling of their schedule. So I, this is new to me. But those two games, and I'm supposed to get a that work when I'm still going to go play the ACC? And what Come did we on, just? Fam. What did we just acknowledge? What, the, the ACC but what's has? the benefit? Tell me the benefit of them playing not, those two games. ACC is still the best basketball conference. Let's stop that. What's the this benefit? year they won't be. What's the this benefit? year they will not be. What's the benefit? Pull up the conferences and they will not be. Somebody answer this maybe question. Maybe the Big Ten. What's the benefit of them playing those two games? I, mean, I don't see much. Hey, I'm they just will saying. probably win both of them. If you're talking about benefits, their record would get better. They better not lose no more. They better not lose no more. 
They can't lose no more. Any, they can't lose any more games. They can't bro, lose he's one game ducking, in the ACC. Bro. He can't he's lose one ducking, game in the ACC. Bro. So, do you expect him to duck ACC games? That, that why, why cancel those two out-of-conference games, and, but we're going to play all... Why cancel it in the name? I'm cool with him saying, like, yo, because of the virus, we shouldn't be playing at all the rest of the year. But you're saying they're being choosy? They're being choosy because Don't of use the virus when it's in your convenience, and especially right after when it happened, when Illinois came into Cameron and won. Yeah, they beat you. He said it. They got the butts kicked. Mind you, that game was not at points but of time. But your, your that, argument would make more sense if he had said that before the Illinois game. <laughs> he said it after. That's my that point. Was your, that, your, your point would make more yeah, sense. Oh, yeah, because he don't want to play before the Illinois. Wanna, I'm sure what Coach K is trying to do, he's about to not play. They about to, I'll say this, they about to lab heavy over these next two weeks. I'm sure. And if anything, Coach K is smart to understand, we got some things that we need to fix. And he couldn't have looked at Gardner-Webb and Charleston Southern. There are say, certain we're things. We're I'll not going to lab in being there with them. Being real as a coach, there are certain times I would rather not scrimmage. Because for those type of games to them are scrimmages. And there have been times as a, as a coach where it's like, bro, really, the best thing we need right now is not a scrimmage. Because games only reinforce bad habits. But if you're saying that, and the rest of those are the only two out-of-conference <laughs> games, games left, right? So after those games, he was just going into his conference schedule, right? So who is he ducking from? I didn't say it's nothing about dunking. I think he just wants to use time to just practice, and that way he can be because contractually they gotta play in the ACC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the money. They at. they got to. So that's why I'm just saying, like, he had he won that Illinois game, they play these next two games. I'm confident. He had he won that Illinois game, he played those next two. I know what you're saying, and you you are telling us he he's not ducking. But you're everything you're but he implying knows, says but he, he's no, no, ducking. No, no. Like, he's not ducking. He's not ducking. I'm looking at the show. He's not ducking Charleston Southern and Gardner Webb. He's not ducking them. He is you because right now they played on the eighth. They'll play again on the sixteenth. So it's not even two weeks. He's giving them. I'll say this, but he's giving. Mind you, we're on a college campus right now. Yeah, they can two a day if they feel like it. Sure can. Because how many classes are actually in, in, in? They're all virtual. I'm pretty sure Duke yeah. is virtual. If I had to take a guess, yeah, most of them, yeah. And 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 hold and let not let a kid play because they didn't get an assignment turned in for Coach K. Because that's happened before, right? No. <laughs> Give them a two a days, one and a half long practices, three out them long three hour practices. Yeah. Do that for a week. Coach K probably feels like he can iron out whatever it needs to be because they're gonna play Florida State January second, and they're very good this year. Scotty Barnes is real, America. Yeah, he is. He is. He's solid. They're gonna be real. You know, like Louisville, they're going to be solid this year. They're going to have some version of an NCAA tournament. So that's just what I think he's saying. Okay. And I guess at the end of the day, that talent, that team is too talented. They were deeper. If we're talking just roster, they're deeper than what Illinois was. But Illinois They're deeper better. than Illinois. Illinois better. Like, they showed it. They're better. Sometimes they Why? Because of coaching huh? as well. Now, now we got to the crux of the argument. So we, <laughs> so I've you, been saying, look at the teams that Duke has lost with these past couple years. Now we got here. Look at the teams that Duke has lost with these past couple years, man. Duke, listen to even, bro, even J.J. Reddick and Kyrie Irving. The, the pie that J.J. Reddick got booming right now. Yeah. Kyrie was on that, like, 
two or so years ago before it even was really like booming. This is before like he went to like YouTube and all that. Yeah. But they had said like, yo, the culture at Duke has changed since they went to one and done. It's a, it's resembled more of league like practices where it's just walkthroughs and shoot arounds and individual workouts. He's not drilling the same stuff that he had Shire and Nolan Smith and all them guys doing for four straight years. Yeah. So we're getting a different product when we're on the floor. There's no way in the world we should be going 2-3 zone with Marvin Bagley. As athletic as a freak as he is. Marvin Bagley didn't play defense in high school either. But, so who's, but you have him every day, though. Yeah, make him play defense. It's one thing in high school, yeah. Half these dudes in Richmond don't coach kids hard. So yeah. I don't expect them to be the highest level of defenders. Get at him, Lee. I mean, I know, I know, him, I know we already. Come on, man. I, mean, I know we already go going at their next. I just, just said Richmond. Right here. I just go said ahead. Richmond. Get in if your you bag, feel, bro. Get I said <laughs> Richmond. That's an area code in the city. If you feel offended, look at your practice schedule. Get at him, Lee. I didn't say a school. We clipping this. Why? <laughs> oh, clipping it. Yeah, I yeah. yeah cutting. I was like, I didn't hear a lie. I'll stop him when he lies. But that's a great point. You want to be like, yeah, Marvin didn't hoop in high school. I see a lot of kids in a lot of high-level AAU programs not defend. But that's supposed to change when you get on campus and you see somebody every single day. Mm-hmm. You got to put the work in. More lab, more life. So if you're not, if you're like, yo, we just going to hide you in a zone. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Hiding them in a the zone? <laughs> every day in practice is what I'm saying. Because we're not going to hide dudes in the zone when we're in the league. league nah, you you told them. Marvin Bagley you was going to help him get ready for the league. Yeah, that ain't helping. He was number three pick. Correct, mind you. He was going to do that regardless, but I'm saying, what are we doing every day if we're getting on the floor? And natural, that's the product we put on the floor. Illinois, at the end of the day, has one NBA, true lottery pick, and that's an, the point guard they got AO. Yeah. He's the one. Kofi Coburn is a great college player, but he is not an NBA lottery pick. Mark Williams, that's not it. Shout out to him because he was with Loader for a little while, played with Boo. He is a future lottery pick. I don't know when, but Mark Williams is. Okay. Jalen Johnson, yeah. a lot of those dudes, way more deeper than what Illinois should have been. They should not have lost. In, there's never an excuse. I'm trying to figure out why you're trying to act like teams sometimes just don't lose, Lee. Like, like Illinois is more veteran-laden. Like I said, they've been together longer. It's a COVID season, so practice schedules have already been all jacked up. Illinois got the same one. Stop excusing but Coach K. But, it, but, you see it, you see but it no, it goes, goals, it goes right? through what you I just said. It, goals, goes, right? it goes through what I just said. A veteran team has been together longer. Their practice is not going to be exactly what a bunch of freshmen is going to be. Uh, it's not a bunch of freshmen with Duke because Duke is playing Matthew Hurd and Wendell Moore, who was there last year. Was Wendell Moore last year? Yes. Was he? Yes, he's a sophomore. Yes, he was there. Stop was moving the goalposts wow, for this sucks. man. Wow, he sucks. Exactly. <laughs> Player development, that's, maybe. No, I mean, I saw you him in high school. I thought post, he was bad. Bro. I thought he was bad in high school. That's a whole different discussion. I, I, I'm but not saying you suck. Man. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I, 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 I didn't think he was that impressive in high school either. Oh, man, exactly. But, and now we're talking about recruitment at this point, right? I mean, a recruiting was, overrated was Coach K not dude. supposed to recruit the top rated player in North Carolina? I'm just trying to say this went from <laughs> how do you feel about Coach K's comments to now Coach K can't recruit or coach. I could go on for days. We know you can. And all I'm saying is he's, bro. So he's ducking. He's ducking. And I'm not saying he. He's ducking Gardner, Evan, Charleston. Like what he's doing is like, yo, he understands right now. I gotta get these boys he's ready. Back in the lab. He's getting back in the lab. If anything, that's why I will credit him. Hyperbolic time chamber. All right, so he, so he, he's just taking advantage of his leverage to better help he, his case in the ACC. And not even really. That, and that is disingenuous to you. I'm just like, yeah, dude. Because would you have done? Would you have needed this? Would you have felt you needed to do this had y'all won that game? I okay. lost by 15 in Cameron Indoor. Okay. 
school. Matthew Hurt, a sophomore, was their leading scorer. They started score all year. Cool. You started. They started three guys that had been. No, they started. They started Jordan, Jordan Goldwire, who I believe is a senior. No reason, in my opinion, he should be playing much more over Roach. Uh, shout out Jimmy Roach. Uh, Matthew Hurt, sophomore, was there last year. Coming off the bench, they're playing guys who have been there before. Window Moore, been there before. Right. Joey Baker has been there before. Coming off your bench. If anything, he switched his lineup up. His lineup was more veteran laden that first time around when they played Coppin. So, Coach K, you waited to play Illinois to go one, two, three freshmen. I'm like, I'm just, maybe just the coach of me. Like, sometimes every loss ain't on you. Sorry, I'm just not going to go that far. Bro, every look look, look, at, look at Illinois' team. Like, it's not his fault Matthew Hurt went 0 for 6 from 3. Like, it's, sorry. Every loss can't be on the coach. Some losses, yes, absolutely. And as a coach, you always eat the loss for your players. When the media asks, it's Should on Should they me, have lost the national you. championship when they had three We're not doing this today. Picks. We're not doing this today. We're not doing this today. T, We're not doing T, this today. It's you see not, them not moving the goalposts. You see them moving it's it. It's not always just talent, Lee. We're not doing this today. I'm you can't not, just I'm throw not, talent just, on the floor. We have to We have to take this. Y'all are part of the problem why the NCAA moves. Because they will make whatever story, and y'all be like, yeah, you're right, Coach K, yeah. No. I'm talking as a coach. Yeah. I'm talking as a coach. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We talk about college coaches. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest college coach of all time. It's only but so much I'm gonna say negative. I can't sit here and say Coach K can't coach. Like Lee, I've been I never on teams said he where can't we beat coach. coach. I can't sit here and say he but can't Lee, recruit. But I'm saying I've been on teams where we're less talented and we beat more talented players because there Duke cannot use those two words less talented against I, anybody. But that's not. But my that's point fair. is teams can beat. Let's not act like Duke has ever been seen as unbeatable. They lose sometimes. Everybody loses. That's basketball. So Sometimes you step on the court. Who loses and, lose. and can't? And then now they want to cancel games, though. That's what I'm saying. Who does that? Leak, you You're got right. It. Nobody you got goes it. undefeated. You got it. Nobody you got goes it. undefeated. You got it. You got I, it. I felt that one. But we now, all of a sudden, now, now because of COVID, now we need to. You do got it, you got bro. It. You got it. I promise. Y'all saving that man, bro. <laughs> We're gonna table it. We have a whole. We get, we we've been an hour and a half in, maybe two. I gotta table it. We gotta come back to Coach K at another time, bro. We're not saving them. If you wanna kill him, I'll give you time to kill him on another pod. I'm not killing. There's accountability. (laughs) If you, (laughs) if you wanna, if you wanna give accountability, if you wanna unleash that, we gonna have to table it. You wanna know what this is? This is the mid range conversation. Okay, (laughs) that's all it is, bro. I don't disagree with you. I understand where you're coming from. I'm just gonna have to let you do this at another time. Is that cool? Fair enough. Is that cool? Bro, I love you. <laughs> nah, it's, it's love, bro. But it's all good, bro. Like, like for real, like, y'all not like, the only two people in the world that be moving the goalposts. I'm not moving the goalposts. Goal I feel like Coach K's goalpost is like championship or bust every year. Exactly. So when he doesn't get it, like people, it's not. I'm not even saying he has to win a chip this year because I don't have a bad year, a down year in the middle of COVID. You can have a, you can have a bad year when you on when you have it when you get together a bad roster. This roster That's not always the case, League. This roster does I not. The roster is too talented for the record. But so we only, can look at the coaching. But I'm not mind, gonna, I would get you if they had lost the two top ten teams. I respect that. Like too. it's two top ten. I get teams. it. It just I don't know. I'm not tripping over it. I don't know. Yeah. Like if they had lost can, the Gardner Webb, this would be a way different discussion. Can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if if we swap the games out and they had Illinois up next and this happened, yeah, then I'm like, all right, ducking, all right. That's ducking. That's ducking. If they were ducking ranked teams. 
but now they're just prepping for the ACC. League. I'm, not, I don't know I'm really not trying to move any. How many? America, how many, let me know if I move in the goalpost. Let me how know. Many middle, I don't think how, I am. Name, I'm a, just a, name a hand. Name a dude that you're like, oh, bro, he's NBA for sure on Michigan State. Aaron Hayward would make the league. Okay. Rocket Watts would get a Rocket look. Watts get a, would, would get a look, get or a is look? he for sure fire league? Okay, so here, so this is the thing, league. Right now, we're debating totally different co- coaching philosophies. We're spending entirely too long. We Keep are. texting me and said, move on. <laughs> Let's move on, fellas. I'm produced. It's all good. It's I'm all being good. We can move now. on. We can move pro- on. We can move on. You told me to move on. We can move on. We can move wow. on. We can move Since on. we're on college basketball, <laughs> since we're on college basketball, and we have opportunity to talk about some of these young guys, you mentioned guys we think may be league. And for those who understand, this draft class coming up is a wild one. It's supposed to be one of the best ones in a long time. Can y'all lend us and the viewers who you think have been impressive in college thus far? K- Brian go first, yeah. Kate Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley. Like, they all look like studs. What you want me to say? Kate Cunningham a game winner last night, didn't he? Like, yeah. yeah. Jalen Suggs looks like the prototypical NBA combo guard. Evan Mobley looks like a new age big man come to life. Fluid, can handle, can pass, can shoot. I said it. Y'all looked at me crazy when I said it in the Melo video. If any of those, those three especially, there's a couple others that if you were through in this draft, it's no question they were at the number one pick. They would have been fighting for the number one pick. LaMelo would have been maybe top five. I stand by the statement. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. That's exactly what I said. What was it, 8, 13? It was some OD number. I said pass top five, probably late lottery. That's what I said. Now, hey, Leek, you want to do that move the goalpost thing? He's doing it now. Okay. Fair that, fair he's enough. doing it now. Mellow? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's That's our top view video. So, yeah. so Brian do the most goalpost moving <laughs> to anybody I've seen. Cause, so. cause, sure. Because, because for some reason, that's not, no, not for some reason. That is not what you said at all. We both looked at you as like, you You said he. I was like, what? There, you said, I think, what, eight, nine players better than LaMelo. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think that would be eight, nine players better than LaMelo in this draft. In this I draft? If you Nate, t- can you name him? Let me pull up the list because I'm pretty sure. I already named three off the top of my head. Who? No problem. Who? Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, Kay Cunningham. Correct. Easily. Easily. And then you got the G League boys. Jalen Green. And much love to Suggs. He, um, you take, okay, I, I can see you taking. He tore Achilles, correct? No, no, it was no, an ankle. He had came back and finished that game. Ankle? Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I was, I was. He so came back that same game. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. That's four. That's four guys. That's reasonable. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. Okay. BJ Boston. Oh, he, you would you would hands down take BJ Boston over Lamelo? I think it's a legit question. You. Fair. That's not the same thing as. Yeah, it's not hands down though. I can see. I would take him. I would take him. Once again, NBA front offices, how they discuss it. So but you've, I you've, would take BJ over Lamella. Four no brainers, though. As four no brainers, easy. Four no brainers, okay. No easy. We'll go four and a 4.5. Four, oh, four and a possible. Four and a possible. Some people might, might think what you think. Yeah. So four and a half. I'll go bored. Mm. So we got, Maybe. Right, so where are we at? John, where where I stop? We're at, at BJ? four and a half. The last dude was BJ. Zaire, I would say, is on the same thing as BJ. Mm-hmm. All right. He's not a hand. He's not a no brainer over Melo. I think right? he's a. Okay. I'm not trying to. Five. You get two halves, so you got five. Nah, so. I don't even know we give out two halves. Nah, I nah. We still at board, bro. We still at board. We all play spades. We know how this works. Yeah, nah, you can't man. do that. I'll give you five because in, in two of them are halves. Okay. So we're <laughs> now at five. five. Okay. So, okay. I'm at five. That's why I'll stop. Well, I'll say there's five. So he's still lottery five. like we figured. I said he was like, I said late lottery. That's what I said. Okay. That's the sixth pick. Hmm? Well, not actually because then you still had Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman who went ahead of him. So he would be the eighth. Oh. <gasps> 
You had to combine. Look what he did. Look what he did. We said we gonna do a whole lot to get this nigga Lamelo. Did we not say put him in the draft class? So are we taking Wiseman and Edwards out? Like, did that magically happen? He's still in the same draft. I just don't like this hypothetical. It's still the same it's draft. Like, it's a lot of building. It's, yeah, it's a lot of it's building. It's the same draft. Class. It's a lot of building that you had to do to move him back to your A spot. I think what you said was putting Melo in this draft. Yeah. Okay. Combine the draft. Not combine. Okay, now, that's, now, that's the best, the best yes, dude right. from this draft. Now, that's what I said. He's right. right. Six. Yeah. Okay. Now, we're saying putting these. I'm pretty sure I said put these guys in this draft, but whatever. How are you going for it? Because, bro, Whatever. I'm drafting Evan Mobley before anybody you know in any of these drafts combined. So, like, I'll check that's it. That's what I said. I'm fact-checking. That's I, what I, I said. I mean, we don't have time for this. But you just scroll through a video and look for the... I know no, exactly where he did it. But this could be, uh, be post-pod conversation. But still, I I agree. Cade Cunningham looks great. Mobley yeah. looks great. Suggs looks great. Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of BJ footage. Um, because I hear a lot of people putting him in the same boat as a Brandon Ingram. Yes, yes. And there is some, yes, long, lanky can score. It just looks a little bit different. I like that. It's full two guard. Yeah, it look it looks it looks a little Very different. So. Um, and I think he'll be good. Um, I'm interested. In a lot of these guys, in terms, I still have very, very high hopes. I want to see these guys play in the um, NBA um, G League situation, even though that's still up in the air on how they're going to do it. Yeah. I've heard rumors. Um, I've got an opportunity to meet uh, an assistant coach from G from the G League um, who's living in the area now, since they're kind of in flux. Mm-hmm. And he was mentioning to me that right now there is no serious plans to have them play. Um, while there is like very small talks about trying to do the showcase, um, like they do in Vegas, try to do it again, but maybe for a longer span. Um, what what so, I've seen is, um, it's just through social media. It's something along the lines of like seven to 12 weeks, 500 K entry fee from each team, yep. which I've seen like yep. a lot, like more exactly than exactly what he said. Like, the owner turned that down. Though, yeah. More they? than half the teams have already been like, nah, we're straight. Right. So, like, I think they said at best it may be, like, 14 to 15 teams attending, and they'll be, like, having their teams in it. But it's seeming like a lot of teams this year, which I've been always wishing they did, a lot of teams might just be like, yo, our two-way dudes, we're just going to have them sit on the end of the bench, and because of the year, like, yeah. they're probably going to get more minutes than playing them in G League. Because I think those two-way guys will get better development playing some nights in the league when Brian and AD don't feel like running. Right, and it's going to be a lot of that early. Um, guys like in the past – especially last year, uh, THT for the Lakers. If there's another kid like that, you know, every team draft, got a couple. Exactly. Yeah, I wanted to, you know. Yeah. Anthony, I would love to see him. I love play, play yeah. Anthony more. If CJ, I know CJ, you be banged up. CJ, I want to see you. just coming off the back injury. I want you. I think he was, I think he was solid. Um, Anthony? Yeah, in, yeah. in terms of his roster. Is he's he still play, a two-way player? He's No, not, no, he's on the roster. But yeah, he's yeah. just a young guy. Yeah. Or oh, just a guy could, like he's that. He's 20, Two ways and young guys that are sitting behind yeah. veterans yeah, in veterans the spot. Yeah, veterans are the stars, yeah. Play them some more. Yeah, so um, I, I expect to see guys like that um, get more shots. And definitely, like you said, just sitting on the bench, being in that atmosphere, on being around those pros, yeah. vets who've been doing this for quite some time, that's always, they in need, my opinion, they need better. some rest on their bodies. Like I said, like right. I don't want CJ. I don't want to see you cross dudes up in February. Like I, I've seen you do that like five to seven years yeah, now. I want to see it in May. Yeah, I want to see prime like or CJ. Whatever. Is it May? 
It'll be when I think they started made this. They're trying to get it back on track. I think they're trying. It's gonna be tough. They're playing seventy two. In terms of how they're gonna have the actual games being played, it's gonna be very more congested. Um, so I'm. It's gonna be the breaks and the rest is gonna look a lot different in terms of time between games and all of that. I think this is why you really different. I think this is why we're gonna see across the league young guys being used more. Mm. And I think it's honestly, per- I think that would bring the compet the competitiveness somewhat back to the regular season because I think if you're asking the same dudes after a while to continuously go hard for 82 games when they know, like, dude, I don't, I don't been in whatever city on a Wednesday night and went for for 30, 40 plus. Like, I'm trying to make sure I save my body. Yeah, I, I mean, there are it'll guys still in the be league that are like that. It'll still yeah. be competitive, but at the same time. And the league understands this as well. You still want to see the guys. Yeah, I would say if you're healthy, you play. Yeah, you still want to see the and guys. And I can understand a lot of people taking this uh, break coming back off just simply because you've only had, like, if you're the Miami Heat or Lakers, you've only had, a, like, a, what, 70 something day yeah. turnaround to play yeah. again when you usually have a couple months before you come back, um, excluding, like, an Olympic year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Jimmy didn't even take a break. Jimmy came back that next week and just was like, straight into the gym. So, so. I, I can understand. I can understand. DMPs because of rest now. Yeah, definitely. Like definitely. at first, it was was one thing if you were managing an injury, low managing. But like at this point, like if you're just saying like, nope, not doing it today, just because of rest, you don't need to have any like knacks or bruises on yeah. you. Like I understand. Yeah, this is a crazy turnaround, bro. Yeah, I can't even lie. Yeah, to what you do as a professional athlete, and and and, and you shouldn't be playing this many body, games yeah. in a year, in a calendar year, bro. Yeah, in a calendar year, and then like I say, when you add in the congestion of these games, it's gonna this is gonna be wild. Yeah. Um. So, um. Much love and much love and respect to these players, to the NBA players. Um. All, to two ways, who's still gonna be two ways because they're gonna be guys who's flopping from going into the bubble, which will, which I think is gonna happen. There'll be 14, 15 teams in that bubble in Vegas, and then you'll have to deal with, um, coming back and meeting up with your team. That's multiple tests, multiple isolation. You're asking a lot of these guys. Um. So it's. If y'all don't hear it from anybody, I appreciate it. Um, us fans appreciate it for sure. And, um, yeah, let's get out of here. It's been a long pod. We did good. Yeah. Great energy. It I like was. the intro. It Great was. energy. The, Thank the intro was fire. Yeah, we back. We back. I had to bring something difficult. We ain't, we ain't live, y'all. I be lying. We are not a live pod. <laughs> and y'all should know it. One day. One day. I be cutting. They be wilding. I be chilling. <laughs> for now. Y'all got any shout outs? Nah, man. I don't believe so. Leak, you good? Um, shout out to anybody? Nah, not yet. No shout okay. out nah. One day we're going to get these guys and we're going to ask them about their, um, their experience as coaches together. Bruh, you, <laughs> you, need, were... you need to give me a dolo pod for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, um, a- the average person is blinded. <laughs> to what's the basketball in front of them. Giannis got two back-to-back MVPs. I seen a tweet the other day that said, in the same year where Kobe averaged... No, you're right. Yeah, I 35, saw AI did something crazy, and Wade did something crazy, and Nash got the MVP that year. A lot of we're blinded. Understand this, people. There's basketball business, and then there's the business of basketball. Yeah. And those are two completely different things, and they are in no shape or form even close to each other. I agree. 
I agree wholeheartedly. That's why we didn't talk about the ESPN ranking. Because I know you were going to go with that. (laughs) That's business of basketball. You're right. Keith, you good? All right, y'all. It's been a great pod. Like I said before, if you are new to the channel and you want to be a part of this Minor Hoops family, hit that sub button, hit that like button, comment below to join the conversation because we appreciate all y'all thoughts and opinions, whether we agree or disagree, um, because we love talking the game with y'all. And um, if you are a part of the family, man, thank you for showing love, man. Y'all big time. Y'all great. We appreciate y'all. We do this for y'all. We do this for ourselves because we love the game, but we do this for y'all too. Um, If we didn't do it for y'all, we wouldn't put it on air. You know? So, um, yeah, I think that's it. Can't wait to be back. We're going to bring out some more additional content once we get that back rolling. We got some new segments coming out. Um, that's going to be great. Um, starring all these guys, even Dunkman Keith at some point. So, as always, this is the Green Game. We love you. Be safe. And we out.